The following is not intended for younger audiences. The opinions expressed do not reflect the views of the podcaster's employers. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the one and only Two Dudes, One Double Feature. Welcome! Welcome, everyone, to Two Dudes, One Double Feature, the show in which two dudes talk two films, and that is about it. I am Dude One, Richard. I'm Dude Two, Joe. I don't know. <laughs> I was so disappointed. <laughs> That's just sad. <laughs> it's, it's the the build-up to, I'm Dude Two, Joe, I don't know. You know what? At least, you, at least you put a little bit of stank on it. Uh, I'll give you, I'll give you props. Ah! To put a little bit. Of stank Why can't on I hear it. anything? Why can't I hear anything? Oh, can you, can you not hear us? Everything's so quiet now. Oh, now it's back. Oh no. Oh, oh, you can hear us now. <laughs> I, I turned down my audacity, so and then I couldn't hear you guys, <laughs> and I'm just like, now I gotta hear an echo of myself the whole time. But <laughs> I'll just deal with it. <laughs> uh, you know what? As long as you can hear us now, that's all. That matters. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the show, everyone. So, this is a very special episode, and this episode is so special, we brought back uh, a very special person. He's been on our show multiple times. He's in our Avatar episode. He's in our Wes Craven episode. He's been in various radio dramas. He's uh, in one of our uh, special presentations. He has his own Spider-Man episode. And now he's here. We're always excited to see him and this episode especially he definitely needed to be here folks welcome dude number three alex Wakey. thank you thank you everybody i tried to do like a basketball thing <laughs> you, just, you just need the music Let's to play out the, 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 the madman from minnesota the king of the swish alex Wakey. I'll just run out and just like, who? Is he a Looney Tune? I would be Bill Murray in Space Jam. Maybe not Bill Murray, but I'd be Bill Murray in Bill Space Murray Jam. Bill Murray in Space Jam. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, welcome welcome to the show again, Wikey. It's always nice to see oh, you. Oh, always nice to be here. I'm excited to talk about I, these movies in again, particular. <laughs> we see you. I, I see you. I see, see you. you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's it's customary on this show uh, to whenever we do the how do you do's to start off with the guest. Um, though sometimes Joey tends to forget to ask me at the end, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so rude. Yeah. Now he's staring. You know at what? Me. You know what I, I just I. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go ahead. They want to catch up, but I. Uh -huh. I'm pretty much. I know your bullshit. I know. Uh huh. Uh huh. I see. Uh huh. I yeah. see through the lies of the Jedi. <laughs> your new podcast. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, Wikey, <laughs> how you doing? Uh, 
I'm, do, I'm, I'm doing a lot better. I mean, you guys you guys probably know this, but I, I, I should probably update people. On, unfortunately, my cat, uh, Gozer, died a couple weeks ago. He was only yeah, two. Yeah, sorry to hear about that. Yeah, and that we've been dealing with that kind of like progressively. I mean, it's been getting better day in, day out, you know. I made a little memorial for him, and like I got his picture hanging up in the hallway, so it's like I can still greet him at the door when he comes up, but... On the positive note, we did just get a brand new cat. She's hiding right now. (laughs) She's just underneath the bed. Uh, Her name is Abby. It's short for Abyss. She's like a big little, big little poofy black cat again. (laughs) And she's been a lot of fun. Again, she's been a little skittish right now, so I'm still trying to get her alchemated with the, uh, or accustomed to the entire room. (laughs) Uh, Right, yeah. but, um, But that's been nice. It's been a needed energy we needed to have honestly and i don't know that's been the nice thing about it is just kind of having the cat energy going about uh that's pretty like that's been kind of plaguing my mind for the past couple of days other than that i've just been busy you know doing wolfpack stuff uh we just released uh, cult following uh one of our shorts uh you can watch that on my youtube channel wolfpack pictures go subscribe to them yes go do it do it do it do it <laughs> do it do it come on do it do it do it do it do it <laughs> let's do it <laughs> let's do it <laughs> but yeah uh over at wolfpack we've been uh releasing a drama and two comedies um uh, every three months or so so if you want to keep updated with that definitely subscribe to the channel uh we had our premiere for finals week uh, last month, and well, I guess it was two months ago. It was in March, and that was a lot of fun. I'm glad a lot, a lot of people had fun. A lot of people were very receptive to it. Uh, we're just trying to figure out like the release right now, because right now we're trying to go through the whole... We're trying to figure out the festival circuit or like even kind of distributors online for like streaming services and whatnot, because I actually found it's pretty easy to get your independent film on like amazon prime or what have you just as long as you like know the way about it so uh but really right now we're just trying to figure out like the festival circuit and i'm also working on the shorts we got going on right now we got some other stuff cooking but i can't really talk about that right now (laughs) hush hush exactly exactly but uh it's been but other than that it's been pretty much just productive uh season of healing season of growing and uh, i don't know i'm looking forward to the future that's kind of the best way i can put it <laughs> so nice yeah that's uh, that i think that's a lot of fun um i, I listen I, I i not to put you on the spot here but i i am still i would love to get a blu-ray of the movie whatever is possible you know <laughs> if not a blu-ray you'll definitely get the dvd i've been we've been looking at how to release dvds or make some copies of them because i made a little dvd menu stick it on my shelf exactly just get you a nice little slip cover a nice little steel book have the whole cast sign it uh, i'd be honored <laughs> you will both have just surprise dvd if i'm gonna get a surprise blu-ray of schlock in my mail i could at least <laughs> like return the favor by bringing it sending finals week <laughs> it'll be one you of know, the best Wiki, it'd be the best thing surprise it'd be the best thing to happen to us it'd be the best thing to happen to us in the last eight or nine weeks <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. 
Well, Richard, oh, how are you doing? <gasps> he started with me. Uh, <laughs> woo! Um, no, <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um, lately, I've been just kind of chilling. Today's my sister's birthday. Ooh. And um, my family and her are going to like a car show, I think, is what they're doing. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. I don't remember if I'm being honest, but happy birthday, Jelly! Whenever, if she ever gets to this, I don't know. I don't know. She hasn't. She hasn't kept me up to date on on any of the episodes she's listened to, so I don't know how how far behind she is. You should have like a checkboard of all the episodes, and it's just like every time there's not a star. (laughs) Like I'm just waiting. I'm just gonna know. Waiting. (laughs) Where is it? (laughs) I think I I think she's actually really far behind because the last time I heard anything was. She was getting ready to watch or listen to the uh, the James Gunn episode, but she's like, "It's so long," and I'm like, "It's only gonna get longer." <laughs> <laughs> the episodes only get longer from oh, that point on. You sweet summer child. <laughs> if only you truly knew. But um, no, happy birthday, Jill. Um, what it was a what was something I did recently? Oh, um, this this was a this was kind of a fun thing i guess so like like you guys i'm a collector as well and so sometimes that means you when you're collecting things you'll get things within that collection just to complete it that you don't particularly care for and you know sometimes it just it just becomes like a space filler if anything Mm -hmm. so like for example i i have collected a lot pretty much all of the marvel movies up to this point and then um, recently, with the release of Quantum Mania, I was just like, I have no interest in spending money on this <laughs> <laughs> at all. I watched it on Disney Plus. I didn't care for it. Um, it and I just was like, you know, I don't think I'm gonna get this one. And that sort of opened up the gates to be like, you know what? Maybe I can just get rid of the Marvel movies I don't care for. <laughs> so i just i basically i called i told i told joey i called it the mcu genocide the mcu genocide <laughs> execute order 66 and then all the all the marvel characters just turn on everyone actually it's it's uh execute order 616 <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Oh, my dog's here. Hi. Um, so so I have a stack of Marvel movies behind me that I I'm trying to get rid of. So that's that's. But you know what? It took up so much space actually, and now I have so much free space for new stuff that's coming in. And this month is huge for like new releases because a bunch of stuff's coming out on disc, and then July a bunch of stuff is coming out on disc. And then, uh, but I, 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 I'm going to try to save some money because after July, like fairly, fairly early in the month, Joey and I are going on a, a fourth Disney trip. So I want to make sure I have a little bit of money. Fourth time's the charm. <laughs> and we're going on, on a, we're, we're going on a week that I don't get paid. So, oh no. so I'm going to have to save money. Thankfully, nothing to my knowledge comes out in August that I need or anything that I'm looking forward to necessarily in August for me to like spend a bunch of money on. So six movie box out of some screen. money. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That just gets announced right as you say like, oh, I'll be Stop fine. Stop it, Paramount. <laughs> I mean, keep going, but stop it at the same time. <laughs> so, 
so that's I'm just trying to like save money while also like you know maybe maybe sell some stuff get a little bit extra but I, I've just been kind of all over the place recently um but that's that's that was sort of the big it was like a it was like a small moment where I felt like huh this was nice just like a sweet release. It's like cleaning out your closet. You're like, oh, I got exactly. Ri- I got exactly. rid of all the clothes I don't wear anymore. Now I can make room for clothes I actually want to wear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these shirts don't fit me anymore. If I'm being honest. <laughs> mm. uh, you know, this one's got pit stains on it from all the deodorant. I'm just gonna toss it now. Just the metaphor of quantum mania is just wearing a shirt that's just way too tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it though. That's I just haven't really been doing a whole lot. We just took the hammock out because it's really nice out, so I've been laying on the hammock periodically. It's I get to be outside, but I'm still going to be lazy. So, you know. <laughs> it's nice out here in Minnesota now too. Finally got rid of it. I was I was going to say like it looks like really bright and sunny in your room. Yeah, it's like 80 degrees outside and I'm just like, "Finally." Thank goodness. Yeah. Cuz Minnesota like like I was telling you guys like when we were recording the avatar episode just minnesota just can be a tundra sometimes of just nothing but snow I, when it's summer that's when it's nice then it's just like oh i can i can go outside i can actually spend some time out in the sun but then eight months of just snow happens <laughs> do you even get a fall does it go straight to winter we do get like a fall summer, it's just and like then it's just like Ugh. i think what it is is just like our summers are short because it's just like we barely get a spring because it's like I remember, like, my high school prom, like, my senior prom, it was on the week of my birthday, like, April 22nd, and there was a... No, my birthday's April 21st, but my prom was on the 22nd. There was already a snowstorm. I was like, it's April! <laughs> that's that's rough, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, I've been enjoying the weather, too. <laughs> the, the worst thing I deal with in Ohio is conservatives. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's pretty it's pretty rough, but it's not that it's not nearly at least I get to drive. You know, I could go places. Um So, Joey, how are you doing? Actually I don't care. Don't tell me. I want to talk about these movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I care. Joey, tell me how are you doing? Yeah, walk away. <laughs> he walks away right as I ask him a question. He doesn't even <laughs> He doesn't see <laughs> he's not considered he just wants to know how zelda is for his brother it's probably better than whatever I'm <laughs> i guess it's just gonna be richard and i for this episode <laughs> this episode is brought to you by <laughs> zelda tears of the kingdom available at stores right now so about joey how Shout awful oh hey joey what's up <laughs> yeah, listen, I I'm I admit it. I send pe- ra- people uh random copies of Schlock. It is an issue. Um uh do I <laughs> intend to stop my reign of terror? No. No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, how how you doing? I'm all right. Uh, you know, just uh work's been busy lately, you know, just uh been busy. Um, I know I talked about targets the last time we recorded. This is actually May. We're end of May, guys. We're recording this. So when Wikey says like March was two months ago, um, <laughs> just uh, keep that in mind. And um, <laughs> so 
I, I watched that. I watched Blue Hawaii for the first time with Elvis because I got the uh, the Paramount Presents 4K disc. Ooh, um, nice. Really, uh, I had a fun time with that movie. And Joe Lansbury has a ridiculous, like, southern accent in the film. So, you know, there's that. Can't lose with that. No. You really you, you really can. One thing I have been uh, just doing lately just because is, uh, like, Shout. you guys know Shout Factory. You guys have their discs and stuff. They also have <clears throat> they also have a streaming, streaming presence. And so I've been taking advantage of that. Because they oh, got a couple, like, oh. 24... Oh, what is Wiki showing? Shout oh, that's right, yeah. Shout released it. I forgot about that. That's 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 relevant. Wow. Um, so, they have a couple, like, 20... That's really cool. They have, like, 24-7, like, channels. So, like, they have one for Johnny Carson, where it's just Johnny Carson stuff, 24-7. And uh, I've been watching the ALF stream for tw- is 24-7. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Because because in my youth I was obsessed with Alf, uh, you know maybe that could be a subject of an episode someday or something. But uh, it's I'm thinking of YouTube. Alf is video. a fascinating. Just Joey, just a whole like YouTube video about Alf and and, and your connection with Alf. It's like an hour and a half movie documentary about the history <laughs> Joey, of Joey. Alf. Joey Joey goes on a cross country adventure to find the original Alf puppet. <laughs> I've seen your outtakes. But it's also one of those things too where like it's it's not the funniest show admittedly, but one thing they do include they include the animated shows for Alf. Hmm. Uh which cuz Alf had two animated series. There was one that was like about his adventures on his planet Melmac uh where he was not Alf, he was Gordon Shumway and then uh, there's the animated, like, fairy tale. Like, they do, like, retelling. Like, they had one for Aladdin that I was watching, like, one morning I woke up. I just, I need some noise. I go to sleep, so I'll, like, fall asleep to Alf, and then I'll wake up to Alf. Uh, and I also like, uh, like, season three and four, like, the theme song kind of slaps, in my opinion. So, that's really all that's been going on with me. I do that, I do that with, uh, I do that with Powerpuff Girls. So, because it's on Netflix. So, I'll fall asleep to Powerpuff Girls. And then I'll wake up, and it'll just be like, would you like to continue? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> yes. There was a period of time where Taylor and my roommate Carlos were doing that with South Park. I would go to bed, they'd be watching South Park. I'd wake up the next day, Taylor's asleep on the couch, and South Park's still playing. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's modern living, man. That's modern living. <laughs> Truly modern, Millie. But um, no, I'm actually really excited about this particular episode, um, and we needed Waikiki on this show specifically. But funny enough, how this episode came about is because of talks between me and Waikiki, because both of us grew up with the franchises we're talking about. Yes, specifically the second one, you know, because if there's, uh, I know no one that's as much of an expert on that subject as you are. <laughs> Um, Which is funny because I know someone who is a bigger expert than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's isn't that always the thing though? Like I feel like I get that with Batman sometimes. Like people are like, "Oh, you're the Batman expert." I'm like, "I know million. I, I know a guy that's a psychologist that wrote a whole book, <laughs> and it's published and everything." And I'm like, "That's like I can't compare to that." 
But <laughs> but no, you're the guy. I'm not the guy. So, I'm not the guy. I'm I am I am not Elijah Wood. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cake. Oops. But no. So Mikey and I were talking about this particular episode and these two movies. And I was like, well, I got. I want to get Joey on the show. I know he has he has some familiarity with one of these things. I, but... I want to get Joey on the show that he regularly co-hosts. <laughs> well, no, see, no, see, I say that, though, because Joey often says, why don't you co-host with somebody else without asking if I want to? <laughs> can, can I provide yeah! context for Yeah! This? Okay. Or at least my side. Wikey, let me explain. So, this whole thing is a justification. So, if you don't notice, folks... This it is. This is the show that we. This is the show that we produce, guys. If you're not on board at this point, then just get off. Uh, so basically, basically, there was a period of time where we were doing these week to week regularly. It had to yeah. have been like almost what was it? Almost like the first like seventy ish episodes that was week to week. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, maybe a little less than that, or sixty something. Probably it was like we were we were getting close to like like mid 70 80 before we changed it up yeah because my work um my work schedule it, it got to a point where i had to make a choice and the compromise that i made with myself basically was we'll do this every other week until the summer period and then straight through and but yeah. there was a point where i was ready to suggest to richard you should let other people guest host with you and, and I said no. <laughs> I was gonna throw Wikey under the. I was gonna package it with Wikey because I'm like, how could you say no to Wikey for one? Uh, First off, asking Wikey's permission. Between the two of us, you know, I'm the one that's so much easier at saying no than you are. <laughs> I will say no to everybody. <laughs> This is true. This is very and this is true. no offense Richard. to anybody because I love Wikey, but at the same time, no, no offense. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe you could bring a Gifford sometime. You know, it'd be a great thing. And then some. Nah. Like, oh my god! Nah. That idiot is back. Nah. Whoa! So Richard will say no to Gifford. Mean. That says something. <laughs> if you, you, you got to listen, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta learn to say no. Sometimes that's all I'm saying. Just say no, kids. Well, Santa said no. He said. No, no, no. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. So, no, but that's but that idea was pitched, and I said no because it, it doesn't. At least for me, it it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel right. And plus, it's not like we're doing this for like a network or anything. We're doing this for ourselves, so it's not. So it's perfectly fine to just move the schedule around. There's no real practical reason for it because if we need to delay an episode, we can delay an episode. It's fine, right? You know, sure. And and I have, and it's also just from from a personal standpoint. I have such a chemistry with Joey that doesn't feel the same as a, as I do with anybody else. Like if Joey came to me and said he wanted to do an episode with Allison or he wanted to do an episode with Wikey, I would be fine with that. But it was just weird that I was the one being kind of pushed into this threshold. Like you need to be co coasting because you know we have this situation going on. So you should you should co-host with them. And I'm like. But I don't want to. We can just delay an episode. We can just change the schedule around. It's fine. It also, admi admittedly, I'm like, I feel like, because, guys, Richard is the soul of this show out of the two of us. Like, it takes two to tango. Yes. But 
it, Rich, Richard is the beating. Uh, I am just, I am here. I, I came up helping the name and the basic gist of it. But Richard is the show. He is two dudes, one double feature. That's, that's, that's too, that's, I think that's too kind of you. And I don't entirely agree with that. Cause I need, well, you do do the intro, <laughs> but he does, Joey does the outro and he's very good at it. <laughs> well, listen, the point, point being Richard is wrong and that's okay. But <laughs> see, Joey skipped because my phone knew he was saying something incorrect. So, <laughs> so I didn't even hear what the he dog said. is barking at the disapproval of this whole. Thing. See, you see this? You upset my dog, even though my food's actually here. <laughs> listen, listen, man. You said you said no to Gifford. This is this is this is my vengeance. This is I am the knight. I am Joe Denny Dan. All right. But going off of that, you said you guys want to be on this episode. Why? Why would you want me on this program? Because we love you. Is that a, such a hard concept <laughs> to understand that we yes! love you? It is. We actually it's want you around. Wikey looks so disturbed right now in a way. <laughs> I, I feel like we have. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just so used to this at this point. I mean, I've known you guys for like 10 years. We're a dysfunctional old married couple that still likes to. That's still. Like, we're we still are. in love. You forget. I was in that group chat with you guys where we went until like 6 a.m. Oh yeah, the very first yes. one. <laughs> like that—that that was the inception, really, of like our friendship, Joey and I, too. Because that I, I always credit that moment as like the beginning of it all. And then we just started talking all the time, and then we got stuck in this friendship. We're like, we actually like each other. What the hell? Now I'm dragged here. Like Thanks, Joey's guys. actually funny. <laughs> Joey actually is like got a good personality. What the fuck? This is not supposed to happen. <laughs> Stop being a good person. God damn it. I did something. <laughs> but no, anyway, anyway, long story short. So, because um, the ep- this episode, uh, we were, Mikey and I were talking, and we had, like, to put more context to it, we were like, oh, it would be fun if we did this episode together. And I'm like, well, I want to get Joey on, because I like, I, I, Joey, it's his show as well, and I want Joey on the episode. Yes. And plus, it would just be fun to, especially with, Power Rangers specifically because Joey hadn't really experienced he like he'd seen stuff on the internet and but he hasn't really watched like an episode of the show or seen any of the movies yeah and I thought that'd be really cool to introduce that really crucial part of my upbringing and Wikey's upbringing to Joey um and so that was sort of like the main drive really it's just like I want I want Joey's full perspective on what Wikey and I understand is one of the most ridiculous things, but we love it for being as ridiculous as it is. And... He, we have to buckle him into this roller coaster for him to truly understand. <laughs> Pull the bar down. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just just listening but to I... us talk about it would not be the same as just showing him what it's about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like he like like we just lassoed you. We <laughs> you want the moon? <laughs> I'll throw a lasso around it. Pull it down. <laughs> <laughs> Rita comes out of the dumpster on the moon. <laughs> oh my gosh! But but of course, this is two dudes, one double feature, and so that means we got to pair it with something else. And the perfect thing to pair it with is, of course, our first feature, Joey. What is our first feature in this episode today? Well, Richard, they are the heroes in a half shell, 
They are also referred to as, in, in some places, the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Because Ninja was too inappropriate sometimes in some places because people are idiots. So, we are talking about... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles! Heroes in a half shell, turtle power. <laughs> I I was immediately brought back, not even to that theme song, but to the Watchmen parody. Oh no! <laughs> Saturday morning. <laughs> you know what's something about that Ninja Turtles theme song that I didn't know? <laughs> so this was something I found out about the Ninja Turtles theme song. Do you know that Chuck Lorre, the creator of freaking Breaking... Uh, no, I almost said Breaking Bang. The Big Bang Theory oh God. wrote you that imagine? song. <laughs> imagine that. It's like, but Mr. White, we gotta make the meth. Jesse! <laughs> Michelangelo, we have to cook. Just just Gus Do getting his face blown up lab? and it's just like, Bazinga Punk, now we're even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Casey Jones. Do you know your rights? <laughs> Oops. Oh, my God. But yeah, Chuck Lorre wrote the theme song for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, not Breaking that's, Bad. That's insane. <laughs> and ever since I found you know that what? out, I was just like... You know what? You get one good one in your life. And if, if that's it, then you got it. You get at least one good one. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yes, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, the, from the 90s, the 1991, by the way, to be specific. Yes. Because, um, oh, shit, how many are there? There's, there's, like there's TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the, from like the 2010s, the sequel, Out of the Shadows. There's like three of the, of the original ones. Yeah, because there's Secret right? of the Ooze, this one, and the third one. The third one was retroactively called Turtles in Time, but that's actually the name of a video game. <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that makes it. That's six going on seven because we got the new one. Yeah, coming out. we got a new one coming out. This this was this was definitely uh, an easy pick as far as what to pair with our second one because it's like I don't know what it was, but like in the nineties, like ninjas were like the thing, you know, like everything. Like it, it made like when we were watching the movie, I was thinking of when I was a kid, and there was a movie I watched all the time. I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's called Three Ninjas. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Three Ninjas? Yes. 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 I remember the third oh. one. It was called Three Ninjas High Noon on Mega Mountain with Hulk Hogan. With <laughs> Hulk Hogan, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and Jim Varney's in that Jim one. Varney. The, like, Jim freaking Varney, ladies and gentlemen. Ernest himself. Rest in peace, a legend. <laughs> yes, rest in peace, Jim Varney. Legend. Slinky dog. Exactly. Um, but, like, I, I was thinking of that movie, and I was like, ninjas were, like, the hot ticket. Because, like, every, like, if it had a ninja in it, you knew, like, a kid was going to be watching it. Yeah, because Three Ninjas is like, what if we made Home Alone, but with ninjas? <laughs> and it's got the, the one dude who works with John Carpenter a lot as their grandpa. Oh, <laughs> That's right. And, and, and the guy, and, like, they get, like, the most uh, stereotypical, like, California surfers to break into the house. <laughs> Whoa, kids, we got your pizza for ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. There was a lot of ni- there was a lot of ninjas. A lot of ninjas, but like this this was like by far one of the best ones. Joey, you you so I was actually kind of cuz I was expecting you to not know anything about either of these movies, but you actually had seen this 
first one is this three four times how many of you how many times have you seen it this is probably my second or third time that i've seen this movie um i really like the ninja turtles i'm not i wouldn't consider myself i'm very casual fan i haven't seen all Mm -hmm. the movies i actually haven't seen secret of the ooze i've seen clips of that i've seen the first the third one um I owned on VHS. I remember buying it from Toys R Us on VHS and mm. uh, watching that a bunch. I remember, gr- like, my I had a lot of friends growing up who loved the 03, like, what was it, the 03, C- 03, 04 series? 03? Or early 2000s. Yeah, the one that was on uh, oh, was yeah, on yeah. Fox. Mm. Taylor loves yeah. that one. <laughs> that, that, uh, that, listen, the, the, the original Turtles theme slaps and that theme slaps. We're talking about, like, wow. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles! One! Turtles got it off! But, uh, yes, thank you. Um, but I remember as a kid um, going to a store, Zap Comics, which is still around, I think. Uh, Feehan can correct me on that. But I remember going to Zap Comics as a kid. And they had a bunch of to- um, Zap Comics when I was a kid. And... Um, the first, I didn't own a lot of Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtles toys, but the first one I owned was Splinter because I thought this rat person is like, you know, in like this, like, who looks like, you know, and my understanding of things was limited, but like as a samurai looking dude. Right. It's pretty <laughs> sick. And it was one of the older figures, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I always, like, the turtle figures were always, like, really cool. Um, yeah. I remember, like, as a kid, I never owned a lot of them, but I remember my friends brought them into school. And they were, like, some of the cooler... Because I was never into Transformers or G.I. Joe. Um, right. A lot of those, like, you know, a lot of those big toy, you know, franchise things. I remember He-Man, like, returned because the o- earlier, like, he- the, the early 2000s He-Man came out around-ish, around that time as well. And that was kind of cool. And I remember really liking that 03 incarnation Ninja Turtles. And I remember watching uh, the angry video game nerd James Rolfe he did like a whole like turtles like retrospective talking about the whole series um you know all yeah i'll have to send that to you it's actually really awesome and he talks about like the turtles concerts like they had a live oh yeah i remember those and my gosh those turtle concerts <laughs> like i think they have i think they have clips on youtube of that the, yeah and it, it, it's wild but i also think it was also fascinating too is that the show ran for so long for like a, for a sat like you think about some of those like Saturday morning cartoon shows and that one ran I think with like ten seasons, uh, oh, yeah. that OG turtle or ran ran for a while. Um, and also I didn't see the first Michael Bay turtles movie, but I saw the second one. Was that out? Was that Out of the Shadows? Out that was shadows Out of the Shadows. With, yes, uh, Tyler Perry and the Green Arrow Comic Con. Yeah. Uh-huh, <laughs> 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 oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. There's a infamous poster review of me sitting down with the turtles, like shocked at how much I enjoyed it. Maybe you'll post it on the socials. Um, what Feehan will Fee, shout out to Feehan. He'll occasionally send me that Tyler Perry just oh, 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 oh. <laughs> one of my all time just favorite experiences ever. Uh, That's a I movie can't, that... I can't remember that much else about the movie. <laughs> that's a movie that was way more fun than it had um, any credit to be <laughs> yes ab- absolutely but like the turtles going back to like the turtles as like a franchise like it, again it was as i was saying 
it wasn't a franchise that I was like, you know, my favorite thing ever, but I was always like, they're so cool. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I always like the design of them. I always like reptile, like I like dinosaurs and stuff and like this reptile, right, yeah. like ninja ninjas or excuse me, if you're in certain parts of the world, heroes, um, you know, got to appease those cool. sensors. But <laughs> the craziest thing for me was finding out that it was based on like a comic book and it was a comic yeah. book that, you know, had, was a lot darker than I was, I was expecting it to be. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the mask. It is a lot I'm like, a, like, mask. <laughs> like when, like when I was a kid and I saw that first mask, I saw the mask movie, obviously, and they had the animated series and it was a big thing. <clears throat> and then I remembered, uh, I got a disc that was like the, uh, like an, like a, like a motion comic for the first mask comic like the actual first like couple issues and i remember reading it and going this this is different <laughs> a little bit just a little bit more violent uh, there's some blood and guts and gore um and that's kind of what turtle like ninja turtles was like like obviously you know with the the animated show it became like a huge thing like a huge kids franchise and and stuff but that original comic by kevin eastman and peter laird like they they did some they did this like sort of dark not necessarily serious but still dark Ninja Turtles thing like hell they didn't even have like like color colorful masks they all just had red masks they did yeah because I remember because yeah. my first exposure to the comic wasn't the comic itself it was the cover for the NES game and that has a cover from the Mirage comics and they were all wearing red masks and that always threw me off but then when I found out it was based on a comic book I was like. Oh, this makes a whole lot of sense. And like with the darkness of it all, Eastman and Laird have like said like countless amount of times that they were inspired by like what Daredevil was doing at the time. So they were really kind of yeah, satirized. Frank yeah, Frank Miller really kind of satirizing that whole like let's just take something that should be goofy and make it really serious. That's why the Foot Clan is called the Foot Clan because it's like the hand in Daredevil. <laughs> so there you go. Mm-hmm. Um. What's and then of course you know it became like a big uh, animated TV show and I mean it's still going on today and I like I remember my first real exposure outside of this movie like I had all the toys and like because they had so many variations of the toys I I totally forgot about all the kinds of different versions of the toys they had until uh, my friend Wes is a big Turtles fan he's a big collector I remember one time I came over to his house and. He opened his closet and it was just this mural <laughs> of like retro Ninja Turtle stuff. Just like all these different like action figure variations. Like, do they still do that with toys? Because I remember like Batman was kind of like that. They had different versions of Batman and like, do you think do you think they still do that? They do that a lot with turtles because I remember they were doing like the turtles mixed with WWE characters or mm-hmm. like or like I saw a thing like where it was like. I, I think you shared it to me. It was like a thing that was it's like, what if the Ninja Turtles were slasher characters? Like one was Michael Myers, one was Freddy Krueger. And it's like, that wasn't real. I wish the hell it was. But like, mm-hmm. I think Turtles really popularized as, as a toy brand popularized that whole idea of like, let's do like different things. Cause it's like, I had like the turtle toys where it was like, it was almost like the flip heads with power Rangers where it was like, you could turn them into the regular turtles and then you can change them back. I had that both for the originals and the 2003 show that Joey was talking about. That is awesome. Yeah, right. I, I even had the uh, I even had the turtle van for the 2003 show. 
oh, I always wanted the turtle van. I remember seeing it all the time. But like, I want the turtle van, but I never got it. So that's okay. I probably still have it at my parents' place. They're probably like, you got to get this out of here. And I was like, I will. I'll take it out and I'll show it to Joey and Richard and be like, look, guys. <laughs> We're getting you a glass case for it. Yes. So it can be preserved. <laughs> this thing belongs in a museum. Yes. <laughs> is which is appropriate for our second movie but anyway um <laughs> may he who illuminate this illuminate me <laughs> oh my goodness but so this i think this movie for me was really like my first major exposure to ninja turtles was that the same or was it was it the animated stuff for you guys it was more the cartoon for me like it was I think it was more the toys, actually, because it's like my parents used to take mm, me to a flea market. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they used to take me to a flea market all the time, and they had all the old Ninja Turtles toys. And then from there, Same. I was exposed to the cartoon. And actually, it was like through the cartoon, like through my obsession with like renting VHS tapes that I found the movie. Because I think I've, it was either I got it at the video rental store, Mr. Movies, or I got it at the flea market. I'm leaning more towards the flea market. But it's like, mm. I remember like watching that tape because it's like it's just a black vhs tape and it just says the title and you see the live action turtles like right down there and they look so like like it's i don't want to say uncanny valley but they look real and you're like what is this <laughs> like this is so strange this is so strange. like i and then like the poster even says this is there's something along the lines of like this is this ain't a cartoon or something yeah hey or... dude this is no cartoon <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you watch it and you're like, it still kind of is, but I respect it for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so this this movie, this was like, as far as Turtles' introduction to cinema, it was like the first sort of major one. But what they really wanted to do with the movie is they wanted to kind of combine the animated show with the original, like, Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird stuff. So this is like kind of a, like, it's silly, but it's also kind of dark and a like it's kind of intense at times yeah honestly <laughs> and like there's like like the, there's a whole thing where like the kids in the movie they're all like you know dysfunctional and they're all like you know doing bad stuff there's a whole area where the foot clan has sort of like taken over this abandoned building and these kids are smoking stogies and gambling you got sam rockwell being a bad influence it's like anything you guys want we got <laughs> if you need if richard you were you were comparing the one like location to like pl like the turtles version of Pleasure Island. <laughs> it's the turtles Pleasure Island. It is. <laughs> and then Sam Rockwell's the coachman, so he's turning them all to donkeys. Oh my god! <laughs> when it does it even starts off really dark. Like I I was watching this not too long ago. I love the opening how it sets it up as like this kind of like crime thing going on where you kind of see. How the whole, how the kids are working off with the with the Foot Clan and stuff like that. Like you don't see Pit the pockets. turtles for a for a little bit. Like they really build mm -hmm. up to it, and I really like that. Like they're mainly in shadow for the beginning. We don't even like we're following April for like the good short portion of it, and then Rockwell comes in and almost mugs her, and then we see the Rockwell and Ghostface because Skeet Ulrich is there. Skeet Ulrich, Skeet's in there. <laughs> Ske yeah, we, when Joey and I were watching, because I remember seeing on Wikipedia that Skeet Orwich was in it, and Joey and I were watching it, and I see him, he's like, he's got like a the, the hat where like the brim is pulled all the way up and a red vest, and I'm like, it's motherfucking Skeet Orwich. <laughs> so Billy Loomis was always a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's the bad influence of bad influences. But it's just like, like they mug April, and then just the sigh hits the light, goes dark. You just hear a scuffle. Whoa! And then just <laughs> freaking uh, uh, the little what, cousin Oliver from Brady Bunch voices Michelangelo. <laughs> Oh my god! But dude, it's so great because I love it. It's just like you just see his, you just see Raph's eye, and then mm-hmm. and then when he's just like just a damn, and then go through da 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 down. You just in the sewer. Also, I love the lighting. Like I love how like grimy and all like grungy this movie looks. It's so perfect for this. I I, I love I love that Joey goes. Look, you can actually see them. <laughs> <laughs> no, because because there's so many. So many movies. I'm not going to name any culprits. No, but there are. There's so many, though. There are. Yes. It's just like, you can't fucking see shit. And this movie, it's like, it's more clever about the light. I also think, like, you know, shot on film. I think that that plays Mm -hmm. a lot. 35 millimeter. On it. Um, it, it was, it's a good look. I think it's a good looking movie. Honestly, <laughs> it's so good looking, honestly, like it fits the whole comic booky vibe to a T honestly like if oh yeah like it feels like those eastman and laird comics brought to life and like there's a little bit more color in there and that's probably like the cartoons influence because they all have the masks like they do in the cartoon but it's just like what i really love about it though is the jim henson puppetry with the costumes of the turtles oh my god it was it was funny because when we were watching it i I was just like they're like mobile in it they're moving like this is at a time when like Literally a year before, Michael Keaton was playing Batman, and he looks great in the movie, and the suit looks great, but it, he, he commented on it saying it felt like he was wearing, a th- like, a, billions of rubber bands, like, constricting his body. Yeah. Like, he could barely move, and so they had to actually get, like, a bunch of different stunt performers to do all the different motions that Batman needed to do, like, swish the cape or uh-huh. lift his arms up or anything. Like, if you look at the first shot of Batman in the 89 film, when he lifts his cape up and the criminals are like, Oh, that's you look at his mouth. It's not Michael Keaton <laughs> Oh my God. because you like, you just couldn't do it. Cause the suit was so constricting. And then you have the turtles. They're moving They're They're doing stunts. Like, like there's whole scenes where like Raphael and, um, is like fighting like the foot clan on the rooftop in that one scene. And he's actually like doing kicks and, and flips. They're doing backflips and whatnot. And it's like, it's that's incredibly impressive. I'm sure it was difficult. Oh, I don't yeah. want to say it wasn't. I'm sure it was incredibly difficult with all the stuff they had to do. But what they were able to pull off with those suits is outstanding. Like there are even some Absolutely shots where they do, there are actually even some shots where they're doing like backflips and stuff like that, and you're just like, what the fuck? Because they're wearing these giant animatronic masks, and Wiki! it's like they're probably no, no. Oh, no! you froze, Wiki. Now you're back. <sighs> 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 I was scared there. Sorry, for a are you okay? I'm 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 okay. I'm alive. Oh, oh man. He, he went to Dimension X briefly. Briefly. No! I, I had a connection circuit. Kang I almost said Kang. <laughs> Krang, Krang had to talk to me. Much better. <laughs> yeah, that would be a completely different movie. <laughs> Your name Wikey. Wikey. But the puppetry is so awesome. Like I even <laughs> Okay, one second here. Maybe it's because I have it's because I have Premiere open. But yeah, I love the puppetry. I love the backflips that they're doing. I think about the one scene when Mikey is like, ah, a fellow chucker, eh? And he's doing all the <laughs> nunchuck flips. I know, obviously, when it's just like from the waist down, he's clearly not wearing them. Like the stunt performer is obviously not wearing the, the, the animatronic the, the, the hat. Hel- 
Yeah, yeah. But regardless, it's like he's able to move a lot, and they're all covered in foam latex. <laughs> so that's just wild to me. And it honestly, when you look at that, it's just like it, you appreciate it a lot more because it's like nowadays, it's like the turtles are either in an, an animated movie or they're just all CGI. Like in the most recent Michael Bay movies, mm-hmm. they're all CGI. But it's like in this one, it. It feels a lot more There was a lot of complications with that one, too. Yeah. As far as, like, filming those movies. I think, um, I forget the actor's name, but he played, he's on, he was on Titans. He's been on a bunch of things. He's on Richardson or something like that? uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was, he was on a podcast and he was talking about, like, the shit show that was filming Out of the Shadows. And it's like, wow. Yeah, they were like, they were like only because they were technically voice actors, they were getting paid less than the regular actors, even though they were in the mocap suits on set. It's like he was even talking about when they, they waited like, God damn it. They waited two hours for a bus to come pick them up, but they picked up all like Megan Fox and all the other actors first right away. And I'm just like, it's like their faces are in the movie. Yeah. It's just like, they're the turtles. And yet they're not getting <laughs> We're literally like, the treated as such. It's... <laughs> God. So it really makes but you appreciate something like this. <laughs> it oh my gosh, yeah. And like the um the the puppetry was outstanding. And even watching it now, like like obviously you can see like the inner workings and stuff. Like though when you're a kid, you're watching it, you're like this that's real. That's that's there. That's that's tangible. That's in my face. Like, I, I think I think that's something like that. Not to interrupt you, but it's like that's why no, like, yeah. Grogu is such an appealing character. Yeah, because Grogu, yeah. like, yeah, there are moments where they have to use CG enhancement for Grogu, but like, Grogu's a real thing. You could hold, you could hold Grogu. You can meet Grogu at a Disney park <laughs> today. <laughs> um, and that's I, I think about that too. Also, like we talked about this, Richard, with like the rest of the Jim Henson stuff. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, like the Muppets. Like, there's something to be said about like. It's real. Like, the, one of the things for me as a kid that was always so impressive was Bear in the Big Blue House. Like, mm, Bear yeah. was just, like, to me, Bear was real. Like, it was a guy, like, there wasn't, like, there wasn't, oh, it was a guy, obviously just a guy. No, Bear was a real character, and the way the performance, that performance comes through um, with Noel McNeil. And then these guys, it, it's absolutely insane. It holds up remarkably well. And I think having those practical suits and all that, adds a lot like when you're a kid and you're watching this you're like wow wow this that's, is that, real. That, this is in adds, front of me it adds so it adds so much to that like seeing your like it's it's kind of like when, when people talk about like what's the point of doing like a live action disney remake kind of thing and it's like well what's the point of doing the turtles live action when you could do it like this there's some there's something to be said about that there's an appeal yeah. that makes sense to see your favorite characters come to life like i, I think about like splinter which I was talking, you didn't, you weren't here because you had to step out. But I was talking about my Splinter yeah. action figure that I had uh, as a kid, and like seeing Splinter, it's awesome. <laughs> seeing this rat dude, it's so good. Like, yes, <laughs> it's like, and on that note, like all the Splinter scenes, because of the performance, because of the puppetry, because of how great everything was and how well I put together everything was. Like, there's times I'm watching this movie where they're talking Splinter's essentially their father you know because teenage mutant Ninja turtles like he's their father figure yes. he raised them he taught them ninjutsu and whatever and the whole because like the whole premise of the movie is that the ninja is that uh they're talking about you know the possibility that one day splinter's not going to be around and they, they might have to you know do stuff on their own and that that happens when splinter's kidnapped and 
anytime Splinter's on screen, I'm near to tears. <laughs> like it's 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 it just shows the power of 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 everything coming together Dude. in such a great way. Like I think of the scene when um when uh, they're at the farm and uh, Raphael just woke up because he was he was in a he was in a coma essentially, and they're sitting around the fire and um they're they're meditating they're trying to concentrate and uh they get co- they were they're able to contact um excuse me they're able to contact splinter and it's this really emotional moment it is dude like it's 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 a heavy emotional moment and like even there's they even cut to like uh michelangelo crying like they they put a tear on his face and that like that hit me <laughs> like jesus when the funny guy is the one who is the most emotionally hit it hits you in the scene and it's just like i even mm-hmm. think about like when splinter is first kidnapped and you just see because he had that scene with raf like right beforehand mm-hmm. and it's just like and then you just see raf's reaction he you you can feel the pain in that screen just the and it's like even though it's a puppet you're just like i i feel it i feel it like it's just it it really placates to the whole theme of family in this movie very very well because it's like even there's the boy danny who i guess is like our main human like whose, kid whose father is um who jeffrey katzenberg is that what you said joey he he looked like jeffrey katzenberg yes <laughs> he does look like katzenberg actually <laughs> but it's like Accurate i thought he was gonna start promoting uh but, quibi for a second <laughs> <laughs> Now you can watch the Ninja Turtles f- movie in layout mode. In layout. <laughs> oh, no. You can wa- watch Ninja Turtles cut for Leon on your cell phone. My whole life. Idea is movie pass. Almost as good. As oh idea. no, no movie pass. Brought to you by Gotti. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But it's like, the, but the theme of family is like really like present in this movie because Danny is kind. Of, he has this whole issue with his father, Mister Katzenberg. He also and Danny's also one of the kids. Like, he's yeah, one of those kids that got influenced by the Foot Clan, and he yeah. pick. He's a pickpocket. Yeah. Not only that, he he bit he he uh, rats out the, the turtles. He gives them a yeah. He gives Shredder their location because he knows it's they're at April's place. Like, I didn't think about that for a while until I was like, oh, wow, Danny rat them out. That's... No, like, I didn't think about that either, and then, then they say it later in the movie, you know, where's that kid that that led us to the turtles? And I was just... He's still gone. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. I, I also, yeah, I I really like Splinter's performance. Like, I was thinking about the one scene where they're like, what, like, the kid is like, wait, you can talk? And he goes, I have years, and I can, I can also listen. That hit me. That hit me right in the soul. There's such oh, great man. dialogue in this movie. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, can we also talk about Shredder for a second? Oh. Uh, they really... What a great entrance. I mi- You know what? I I miss entrances in movies. Like in these kind of big movies. Yeah. Because I just love it. Like like the turtles, they take their time to show you what he looks like, and it's just like it's just a shadow. You just hear the chains, and then you just see his cape. 
And it's like... And then the music just... Money cannot buy the honor you feel today. You make us all proud. He's got such a great voice, too. This is your family. I am your father. No. No. That's not true. I thought I was just skateboarding and smoking stogies. Now I gotta be in this thing? I, I'm the just imagining said there'd only be a few. I'm just imagining just some of the... part of the turtles and a traitor. Take her away. <laughs> You know what this movie also makes me think of a lot of? The Warriors. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's got Warriors vibes. Turtles, come out to play. Like, just like with the kids and like just the gang aspect of it all. And also just like how the movie is shot and how the movie looks in the cinematography and stuff like that. Like the entire time I'm watching it, I was like, this is the Warriors for 90s kids. You know what? It, you know what it made me think of too, and I brought this up to Joey. It made me think of like if this this almost felt like an indie movie. It is actually an indie movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah. just like like this is not like some sort of like high budget thing. It's like they this is like if a twenty four decided we're gonna make a turtles movie. <laughs> look at look at her. It's Abby. Hello, you abyss. Is- That's the closest. That's as close as I can get to the abyss, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's a beautiful cat nonetheless. Why can't you be a 4K copy? Why can't you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Abby, I love you. <laughs> One day. One day. <laughs> oh. um, but, uh, but also, Casey Jones. Um, like, oh, oh, Elias Codius. Okay, can I just say, Casey Jones might be the most appropriately named fictional character of all time. You look <laughs> oh, at yeah. him. He, he looks hot, like a Casey Jones. He is Casey. But, there is no other name you can come up with. Sorry. But that, but that's ruined Elias Codius' career for the rest of his life, because anytime I see him in anything, I'm like, it's Casey Jones. Like, he's, he shows up and let me in as the, like, as, like, the, the detective trying to solve the, the murders. I'm like, it's Casey Jones. <laughs> He's just Casey Jones. Like, I'm sorry. Like, listen, Elias Codius, I'm sure your career's doing great. I'm, ex- I'm always excited to see you, but you're just Casey Jones to me forever. Even with the short hair, you're just like, you're still Casey Jones. Still Casey Jones. In, in fact, you with short hair, I'll take you as a short-haired Casey Jones more than Green Arrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Casey Jones is a great character. I love um, I love his, like, scenes with Raph. I love their relationship. <laughs> the, yeah. I, the the one line that Raphael has that Joey commented on, he's like, "Cricket, nobody, nobody understands cricket. You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket." And then Joey said, "That is the most American line." <laughs> I mean, he is from Brooklyn, <laughs> but but I, I was like saying, like Mike, not Mike. Um, Raph sounded like like Mike from Mike and the Mad Dog, the New York Jets are terrible. They're an abysmal <laughs> franchise. Casey Jones, you gotta stop this, alright? <laughs> oh my god. Never call golf a doll game again. A Jose Coseco bat! Tell me! You didn't pay money for this. <laughs> he has two of them. 
And I love his mask, <laughs> of course, too. The, 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 the great line, like, you're a claustrophobic. You want a fist in the mouth? <laughs> Never even look at, even look at another guy. <laughs> like, well, we just learned a little bit about Casey Jones there. <laughs> oh, that was the 90s. And it's casual homophobia. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, we actually did homophobia, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Oh man! But no, this movie's. I watching it again. Like I, I've I've seen it so many times now, but it just never gets old. Dude, I wore out that VHS tape when I was a kid. Like that movie is the reason I started saying "damn," and my parents were like, "Where'd you learn that?" And I was like, "Ninja Turtles taught me." (laughs) (laughs) It's 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 the f bomb of its era for for children. (laughs) See, if this movie came out today. Raph would have a PG thirteen f bomb. That sh- that fuck. wide shot would be him going, "Fuck!" <laughs> no, no, it would be open the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, no, I'm just picturing. I'm picturing like Wiki in the backyard, just saying "damn" a bunch. Damn! Damn! <laughs> Playing with my damn. Head. I said it in one of my I said it in one of my uh, home movies I made, and my mom was just like, "You had to get the rating on there, didn't you?" <laughs> I, I had to be true to my character, mom. Okay, my character would have oh, said, "Damn." Well. <laughs> my character would have said, "Rap." Guardians. <laughs> now I'm thinking about Guardians three, and I'm just imagining Waiki. A, a tiny Waiki sitting on the high evolutionary's lap, but the high evolutionary in this case is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Just going, damn, yes, yes, damn, damn. Yes. yes, yes, very good. <laughs> <laughs> the name's Waiki, Alex Waiki. Waiki. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. His Welcome face came to off. The dang Guardians of the Galaxy. Only he didn't say dang. <laughs> this movie's fantastic. You know, I think we're creeping up on that. But like it's this so great. good. It, it's so good. It's got like everything you would want from like the Ninja Turtles movie if it came out. Like honestly cuz it's like you get the Shredder, you get the Foot Clan, you get Sorry, you get you shorted out on me. <laughs> Like this movie knows exactly like like it's still telling it's still telling like uh, an emotional sort of story, but at the same time it's like we're gonna give you um, exactly who these turtles are. We're not gonna compromise who they are. Like Michelangelo's still the goofy, silly one. Leonardo's the leader. Raphael's the angry one. Donatello's Corey Feldman. You know, it all makes sense. <laughs> it's perfect. And. Uh, you know, genuinely, like, even after all these years, I still love it. If they decide, it's what it needs to be. If they decide to do, like, a newer release, like a 4K release or anything, I hope the disc still looks like a pizza, because I love that the Blu-ray looks like a pizza. And don't get rid of the grain. The grain Does makes it? the Mine movie. doesn't. Yours doesn't look like a pizza? <gasps> Hold on. No. Hold on. This. That's a crime. New line. I'm going to call you. Hold on. He's he's furious, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I can't blame him. I, I'm also very, very upset. Warner Brothers has just 
cheaped out. <laughs> I'm complaining about a disc release from ten years ago. <laughs> oh no! Wait! 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 Pizza. Oh my god! Now, now why? And mine, it's like they don't even have the right suits. It's their really terrible yeah, I, ones. I, from I got three. the same. The same... What? The same thing. And yet, why does mine have a pizza and yours don't got a pizza? You want to trade discs? <laughs> no. Well, I, I, you see, I knew you'd say no, but I, I, I'm glad you're honest. <laughs> you'd say no to Gifford. Of course you'd say Richard, no to me. I say no. <laughs> it's Richard's the no man. Like, like you know there's the yes man? There's yes man. Richard's the no man. No. He's a real nowhere man. I feel special. <laughs> we're, I think, well, I know Richard will not say no to this. Uh, we're going to take a brief intermission. And when we come back, we're going to go, go to Angel Grove. Is it Angel Grove or Angel That's Cove? it. That's it. It know. is Grove. No, it's Angel Grove. You got it right. Grove. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, 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 stay tuned. Welcome back to Two Dudes, One Double Feature. In our last segment, we were talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we have our lovely third dude with us this week, Alex Wykey, who's doing this is really fun thing with his fingers right now. Looks like he's trying to do like shadow like puppets, you know. <laughs> the, the thing was like it was frozen too, like your screen paused, but like it was perfectly paused and it was like clear. While you were doing that, dude. So I was like, dude, dude, it would be like a perfect like. Wikey wrote a book. That'd be like the perfect like author photo. Oh yes, it would. Oh yes, yeah. I'd buy that book. See, now I gotta do that now. <laughs> <laughs> Want to do it? Can you do it again, real quick, Wikey? Hold on, wait. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. All right, we're good. We're good, boys. We made it. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But go. welcome back to the show, I'm, everybody. I'm gonna, now, I'm gonna put this on this all segment. Of my... oh, sorry, sorry, why? <laughs> sorry, Mikey. The, uh, the internet keeps cutting <laughs> off on me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 hun. It's not you. It's the internet. <laughs> it's it's all good. It's all good. Uh, but anyway, welcome, welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, this segment I'm really excited about because this is this is the this is the big one. This is this is this is why this is the other reason why Waiki is here. And, this is the um, reason I'm here. <laughs> well, this, this, this is the main show. Yeah. This is the attraction. I mean, he's wearing a Blue Ranger shirt right now. Uh, you can't see it, but he's he's got his Blue Ranger shirt on. He's rocking it. He's got his tattoo. It's beautiful. Go go, Alex Waiki. I bleed this brand at this point. <laughs> <laughs> why is it Hasbro calling you? I don't know. <laughs> Hasbro, call Waiki. It needs to be the power, number one tra- uh, Power Rangers influencer. <laughs> You're just the an ambassador for Power Rangers. No, I can't be that. You see, okay, real quick, I'm just going to make a quick shout out to 
my very, 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 very good friend. He's the bulk to my skull, Chris Ness. He is like the biggest Power Rangers fan I know, and he's probably going to be listening to this, so... Shout out to you, Chris. I love you, buddy. We're actually going to go to a con next weekend as Balkan Skull nice. for cosplaying again. Nice, nice. So, <laughs> I just had to throw that out there because <laughs> it's like it's like God. Joey and I, but I think we're both kind of Balk and Skull interchangeable. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I feel like we're like Abbott and Costello. <laughs> Joey, Joey. <laughs> Richard, you know candles can't move. But look, it moved. Joey! <laughs> oh, man. But no, I'm really excited about this one. Um, Wykey, since you're the expert, since this is your field, I want you to introduce our second feature. So what are what is what is the second movie we are talking about today? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about... The 1995, a culmination of, a, of an IP that was blowing up in the 90s, more phenomenal, as people would call it, uh, about <laughs> teenagers with attitude, that is the 1995 movie known as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. <laughs> My God, what an what a childhood movie this was. Because okay, like if I had to talk about like my exposure to Power Rangers as a brand, like I I was exposed to Power Rangers. Like we were talking about how I got introduced to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the show, and it would be like my parents would take me to the flea market and stuff like that. I think it was kind of something similar to that with Power Rangers, but I think it was more the video store. So. I remember renting this VHS tape for the show called Rocky Just Wants to Have Fun. And that was introducing uh, the character of Rocky, the Red Ranger. He gets possessed to keep playing this pachinko machine instead of going to help fight the Power Rangers. And I loved Rocky as a character. And I was like, oh, I love the color red now. That's my favorite color. (laughs) And And then that devolves into me starting to watch the show because at the time I think Lost Galaxy was going on, which is like yeah. their seventh season. And then and then I was renting the VHS tapes. When I went camping with my parents, uh, there was this old like convenience store called The Green Roof and they would have tapes that you would rent. And I remember turning my eyes and seeing in the silver t- font Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. And I was like, there was a movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then I remember I was like, Mom, I got to see this. I We rented it. And this was Power Rangers on steroids. Like, it took everything that made Power Rangers as a brand just super, like, and just amplified it with the movie budget essentially because it's like they got the beefier suits they got like they got like a bigger set bigger sound design it's just oh my god like power rangers as a brand is super special to me because it's just like it's just connected to like just like my childhood and stuff like that like i collected all the toys that had the flip heads i had the flip heads for all of them i think (laughs) i disappeared again (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, there's so uh, I I missed like whole chunks, but I got kind of the gist of what you were saying. <laughs> like pretty wi-fi, much just like why. Why Wi-Fi? Really just though, Power Rangers as a brand is special to me, and I feel like this movie was like the perfect amalgamation of things. If anything, this was the thing that made me, outside of just the fact that I was buying the toys nonstop, this made me go like, okay, yeah, I love Power Rangers as a brand, because this movie's fucking awesome. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like, I think for me, um, because Power Rangers were a big part of my childhood as well. Like I remember as a kid, you know, it's funny you brought up the, uh, that red became your favorite color. Funny. I should, I should have brought this up in the last segment because I remember, uh, loving Donatello and the Ninja Turtles. Then purple became my favorite color for the longest time. So, <laughs> so, so I was like, this reminds me of something. Um, but Power Rangers was such a big thing for me as well. Like I remember as a kid, um, I, w- I remember I went to a garage sale in my neighborhood, and someone actually had a Megazord, and that was like my first Megazord I ever had. And it had all the pieces. The only downside was that the uh, the pterodactyl bit, um, I lost it. So oh, anytime no. I put, I, I did, I never, I, I stopped having a complete Megazord after that. It was it was very tragic. Um, I even remember, um on one of my birthdays when I was really little, I went to my babysitter's house and it was just me. Cause normally it's me, my sister and a bunch of other kids that was at this, I was at this person's house. And, um, uh, for my birthday, she was like, all right, let's go, uh, let's go, uh, do something for your birthday. I'm like, okay. So we went, I remember we went to Toys R Us and I remember I, uh, she got me, um, uh, independence day toys and a couple other things. But like the thing that I was really excited about was, she bought me a Red Ranger costume. So, and, and, and when you're a kid and you get a costume, that's not just like, you know, an off the rack sort of thing. It's literally, you're wearing the costume. You're, you are the Red Ranger at that point when you're a kid. And it's, it's such a magical thing. Joey's giggling and he said something, but he skipped. So I have no idea what's going on. Well, can I just quick, (laughs) when you said that, like, oh god! The thing I was excited about was the Red Ranger. Oh god, this is bad. Jeez, this is. Uh, <laughs> all right, I can see you much now. Clearer to me now. Like you guys actually look pretty good. Um, Wikey looks fantastic, but his his connection also is really good too. But <laughs> um, I'm but... only saying that because Taylor's not in the room. Well, Taylor's right there. Oh well, she agrees. <laughs> <laughs> she agrees you're you're a babe. So um, I, I was trying to say like because it was totally it was just funny because when you said like the thing I was really excited about was getting the Red Ranger costume and then we were like ooh wow my brother goes because he was playing uh, Legend of Zelda right now <laughs> so it's, <laughs> so that's why I was laughing because it was just totally unrelated <laughs> but it, the timing was so perfect. <laughs> Shout out to Mike. Mike's awesome. Mike, <laughs> Mike laughs at you when, with wanting to be Mike. the Red Ranger. Um, ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> see, if that was recorded, you'll have to ask Mike if he's cool with it, and you can use that as the after credits. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, but anyway. <laughs> um... <laughs> But like I remember getting that, and I I became the Red Ranger. I, I wore it all the time. Um, like I I loved Power Rangers, and I I I, I think 
the funny enough, I, I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but I was one of those kids that while I loved these things that like had animated shows, I tended to gravitate, and this is probably why they released things like this on VHS, but like I always gravitated towards like the movie versions because it was just like you get this big complete experience, whereas like I was never really good at like just going episode to episode for a lot of things when I was younger. That was kind of the case with me, at least when it came to Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I watched Power Rangers more Same, so than yeah. I did Ninja Turtles. Like, cause like Power Rangers was like my brand, but it was, but that being said though, it's like, I felt like in terms of Mighty Morphin, when I wasn't watching, if I didn't want to watch an episode, I would just watch the movie because I would just get all I would need right there. It's all in a nice complete package. Exactly. And like, you know, and it makes sense. Cause like, obviously a lot of kids shows, they would release like whole story, like three, two, three part episode storylines on like VHS or yeah. like, I remember Goosebumps. Uh, released the VHS uh, comp of like uh, certain episodes, like the Haunted Mask episode, I watched all the time because I had the VHS for it, and I was like, "This is Goosebumps." And obviously, there was a million other episodes I could watch, but that was just the one I focused on because I had it available to me. Um, Power Rangers was kind of like that too. Like I, I had a VHS for like the first couple episodes, like Day of the Dumpster, and you know those first couple episodes of Power Rangers. So that's how I watched it all the time. Essentially, was just watching those couple of things and then the movie came out in 95 so i was probably four or five years old and uh when that came out on vhs just constantly going through the tape just 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 breaking it down it's like i'm watching the shit out of this you probably have that dunstan checks in trailer memorized by yes <laughs> with, the, with the predator <laughs> music which is so strange like no that was the funniest thing when i watched the when i watched predator for the first time and i heard the predator theme and i'm like wait that's power rangers <laughs> what hold on <laughs> hold on because i had, had no concept that you know you could reuse music like i hear the edward scissorhands music all the time in trailers whenever like a whimsical like kids movies coming out they play the edward scissorhands music so i'm like it's edward scissorhands um but it's just it's just so funny like predator for some reason, will always be connected to, to Power Rangers for me. So Forever. like, And it's funny because it's like in the it's the song from the coolest scene from Predator as well. It's like it's the scene when uh, <laughs> when Mac first sees the Terminator and goes CONTACT! And they just start shooting everything. That vroom, vroom, like I, like the violins, mm. I'm like I'm like, that's the shot when you just see their heads and it goes like Coming to a movie theater this summer, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. The, movie. <laughs> the power the is on. Oh my god! Now I'm just now I'm just hoping uh, there's a there's a cut of Power Rangers where Ivan Ooze shows up, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger comes out of nowhere, just like you are one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Richard and I, we grew up on this brand. Like, you and I, like, we could talk yeah. days on, days on end about, like, how much we watch this movie. But Joey, we had to this get him. This is fresh. A, this is fresh. Relatively. <laughs> we had to introduce yeah. him. This is one of the few times Joey had, this is one of the few times either Joey or myself had to do homework before doing an episode. I remember, like, I suggested, like, a bunch of episodes, and I'm like, what? I could narrow it down. But rea in reality's sake, you probably should watch 
these many episodes, unfortunately. <laughs> but, oh but Joey, since this is your first exposure to at least this iteration, because there's so many iterations of Power Rangers, it's still going on today. Right. 30 years. But, uh, what a, oh my god, it's, it is the anniversary. I forgot about that, actually. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> 30 yeah. fucking years. They um, had their anniversary special just a couple months, just a month that's ago. That's right, yeah, on Netflix. It's it's actually a lot of fun, honestly. Really solid. Um, Joey, give us your, your full breakdown. I want to start with the episode, because we watched Day of the Dumpster, which is the first episode of Power Rangers. I want to know what your full experience was, was like watching the, sh- the that episode of Power Rangers. Well, I'm going to preface it a little bit by saying, too, because obviously I was familiar with Power Rangers, but n- I was never a fan. Like I yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. grew up, um, my cousin, shout out to Sean, uh, he's like the same age, same, we were born the same year, but he was always really into Power Rangers. I remember we used to go to Disney World and he'd bring his, he had a backpack full of power, all Power Rangers, basically. He was really into Power Rangers, Dragon Ball, um, a lot of that stuff. And, mm. um, you know, that, and cause there was a period of time where this was on Disney if I'm not mistaken, if yeah, I'm, Disney, you know, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Disney. I actually worked the at Rangers the Disney store from, I think when Disney bought Power Rangers. So we, oh, again, it happened. I'm sorry, Wiki. <laughs> what is going on? The internet does not <laughs> want us to succeed. Like this. Oh damn it! <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god when 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 i apologized and you freaked out you paused right at the bit like mid freak out <laughs> i'm so sorry like, like wifey framed in like a i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> you're simply the best no it's the day of the dumpster freeze frame at the end power rangers but disney had this brand for a period of time um and yeah. it was one of those things where this is my, my, I always associated with like, not does like sound like I'm not trying to trash the brand, but I always associated it with like, there's used to be this place called kids world at my mall. And it was like, like a, like a, basically a kiosk. It's where I bought a lot of my Yu-Gi-Oh cards back in the day, but they would have a lot, you know, those action figure packs would be like, they say like the Avengers, but it would have like Goku and like, Barney yeah. the Dino, like yeah, a b- most random ass set of characters. And <laughs> Goku and ten. Barney, my favorite <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> Some shit like, but the Power Rangers were always like in those like types of set, like be Batman or like the Red Ranger and some other thing like, <laughs> um, yeah. So my my thing with Power Rangers is extremely limited. Um, and then when Waikyu started suggesting a bunch of episodes to watch, I'm like, oh. Dear God, <laughs> old man. Uh, not not because I'm like okay, I'm, I'm going to hate this, but because I'm like that's a lot of episodes. Um, but we watched <laughs> this a lot. The day of the day of the dumpster, um, and it was exactly what I expected it to be. But that's not not as a bad thing at all. It was entertaining, yeah, and it's very clear why th- how you really when you get something like that, like something like 22 minutes, action packed, bright colors, like broad broad accessible characters like that it makes a lot of sense why this caught on so much why this became a phenomenon yeah why you guys are still such fans of this thing and why it still has an impact today it was just it's one of those things where i'm like i had a blast watching that episode and it's just like whoa 
Um, just, <laughs> just like one thing after another. Um, and it, it was, it was exciting. And what's cool about it is too, like sometimes when you think about a lot of kids shows are like animated, right? But I think yeah. seeing something like this, like as an action series, a live action action series like this, like a superhero, almost superhero kind of thing. I think there's something really cool, again, really cool about that too. Like seeing all the ridiculous costumes and and the ca- all the characters. And oh yeah, that that, that mm-hmm. there's this great appeal uh, there. Um, and I liked, I definitely liked the movie. I'm going ahead, but I did, I liked the movie. But I think I li- I preferred the the condensed, uh, pure experience of seeing an episode. Um, and I was saying this to Richard. It's kind of like watching, which I, I can understand. It's, um, it's kind of like when like the trailer, like. The Machete trailer that's in um, Grindhouse mm-hmm. yeah. versus the Machete movie. I like both, but if I'm going to revisit one, I'm going to check out the trailer because it takes it at its pure, the purest essence. It gives me the the exact goods that I want, you know. So that's um, that's basically where I come. It was again. I it, it's it's like it's a it, it makes a lot of sense why this caught on so much. It became a huge phenomenon. Yeah, because it's like I, I was like I remember talking to like other fans of Power Rangers, and and like they would say like they would say the thing like like when did where were you when you watched the first episode? And they were like they were like oh yeah I was I watched it opening day and I was like I was like oh my god like there are fans of this show from when it first aired like mm-hmm. the minute it aired they were like I'm stuck on this brand it's mine like and that's just it's wild to me and like. And like like what you were saying, it's a brisk, tight twenty minutes. It gives you everything you would want right away, and it just—it's the exact kind of entertainment it is. And I think it's just fascinating, like you were saying, because it's a live action show. It's like such an amalgamation of all the things that were popular in the nineties. You got superheroes. You got like the Godzilla thing with the giant kaiju monsters. Mm-hmm. You got like the ninja stuff. You got dinosaurs because it came out the same year as Jurassic Park. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's. It's like it was the perfect amalgamation of everything that was popular in the 90s and it's like it has transcended that. I mean, yeah, they changed the themes like every so often because it's like we had Zeo, we had Turbo. They brought uh, dinosaurs had, back. They had Dino Thunder. They brought dinosaurs <laughs> back four fucking times. Yeah. <laughs> there was Dino Thunder, there was Dino Theory, then there's Dino Charge and then there's Super Dino Charge. <laughs> well, you got to like, have the Super Charge, you know. You got to make the, charge it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't charge it, the brand just dies. You have to charge exactly. it back up. Got to charge it. Um, but like, yeah, like it's it is pretty crazy just to see it's uh, every so often. Like I'll see like a commercial or I'll see something in relation to Power Rangers because you know I follow a few people that are Power Rangers fans, Waiky included, and um, it's just it's kind of wild to see how long it's lasted how far it's come there was a there was a whole nother movie in 2017 um yeah. where they're gonna try to kickstart a whole uh a whole franchise a whole, a whole new thing which you know sadly it didn't take off the way that i'm sure some people hoped uh, the cast was good though they got they got good rangers like it's just it's kind of wild to see how how long it's lasted especially you know for people like like Waiki and I because you know we were there in many ways we were there at the beginning like maybe it wasn't something that we fell in love with uh, right away like every like when it first came out because obviously we weren't like I was born before it came out but I was still a baby 
<laughs> yeah. And that was kind of but, the thing with me. It's like I was born the year the movie came out, but I way too young. Right. Like I yeah. didn't get into Power Rangers until Lost Galaxy, and that was 1999. And it's like by that point, they were already switching out like different actors and stuff like that. Like, and this is the other thing. This is like the only other like children's television that has not rebooted itself. Like, it's stayed the same continuity. Everything's like connected, Doctor Who. which is like Doctor Who. Yeah, it's yeah. it's wild like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> just because they have like continuity breakage and then they'll just explain it in another episode and i'm just like oh my god Mm -hmm. (laughs) but but it it allowed for you know some of the like because obviously saban and everybody knew that you know people like us were still into power rangers so they had like some of the classic actors come onto the show like walter jones and obviously jason david frank may may he rest in peace obviously yes um i I just want to say um it makes me think of the wiggles in that sense it, it, or at least in a certain way, <laughs> because I don't know if you guys watched the uh, the big red car. Video I from I Funkland. I watched. I did. I watched it. Um, is that it's one of my favorite ones? Like it, it's amazing because like um when the I forget the name of the yellow wiggle, but when he had to step away for a while, they had to replace him, and they even changed it on the ride. And the, they talk about how on the ride they changed. They, they were so, it was like, oh man, the continuity of this thing, because the kids, kids are, they know what the current, what the current wiggle looks like. So they had to change the yeah. ride every time they had to change the wiggles. So, so I think about the continuity of that. All these colorful characters with convoluted continuities, man. Um, but Mike, Mike, here's my question. Oh. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> um, my question is, do you feel that this is the best Power Rangers movie? Yes. Bar none. Like, honestly. Like, I mean, like, the the 2017 movie, it's like, I have a soft spot for it. I'm, like, one of the few people that actually does think it's pretty solid. I don't like that it takes an hour and a half for them to get into the suits and for it to actually, like, yeah. be a Power Rangers movie. But I, do, but I do like the characters and I like the actors. But that being said, I felt like this one, like, there were critics that complained that, like, this movie felt like it was written for the show. Like it was written as an ex like there were people that complained how that was written to be like an extended episode of the show. But I honestly think that's part of the appeal because it's just like, yeah, the writing is similar to the show, but everything else is just bigger up. Exactly. And so it like really makes it feel more like this is exactly what power. It's kind of like why, I forgave the special for like some of the wonky CGI and yeah. stuff like that because I was just like it that's not the point cuz Power Rangers has never been about quality so to speak it's been <laughs> yeah. about like giving you an experience and and like honestly the the only complaint I really have about this movie in particular is just really that like kind of like the 2017 movie it's just like they're not in their armor that much but when they are, it's awesome. Like mm-hmm. the actions, like the action is great, and it's like they really get, they really let you like know the formula essentially because it really much plays out like an episode. It's like instead of beginning in the juice bar, begins with them skydiving. You know, we set up like kind of the inciting incident. You know, we're gonna have Orion's comment come in. They mention it once, and it's never brought up until the end again. But it's something. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like. We get to see kind of how the teenagers work. Bulk and Skull get a gag. 
Then we set up the villain. Then Zordon has to call the Rangers. It's like, you have the structure. And it works. Because because when you're a kid and you are watching this, and you know how the formula works, and you know that this is a movie, you're waiting for the moment. Because once they get to the fight scene when they're not in costume, you know what's happening next. You know what's happening next, and you're just waiting. You're waiting for it. You're just like, come on, it's coming, it's coming. Then they get knocked over. It's a lot like Day of the Dumpster because they all, yeah. like, sing, each one gets knocked over. And then when they're all standing side by side and they're cornered, then finally Tommy, let's do it, guys! It's morphing time! And the theme music kicks on, which, great, great, the theme great. Is, the theme just abs you up. Dude, it's such you're a just great... in. You're just in it. When the music starts playing, you're like, "I'm here. I'm ready. Yes. Keep it going." And, and just and like again, the armor is really well done. The costuming is perfect. It's exactly what I wanted a Power Rangers movie to look like. Now it's funny though because uh, I found out 20th Century Fox they tried shooting the movie. Where they didn't have the visors and they didn't have the mouthpieces, but they still had the full helmet. Because they wanted the Rangers to emote. And I'm like, why did you do that? Why would you do that? That doesn't make any fucking sense. And they emote by by their swishes. By their swooshes, yeah. yeah. Every, yeah. Everything's a the, wolf. The arm, <laughs> like, any t- like, anytime they're like, alright guys, let's go. Right! Whoosh! 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 And a lot of that is like the Japanese influence because that this is also something I probably should have brought it up earlier. So Power Rangers as the show is not 100% shot in America. They take no. stock footage from Super Sentai, which is a Japanese action show from Japan. It's very much like Kamen Rider, only they integrate giant robots, which by the way, the giant robots were not introduced to the Super Sentai brand until they made the Japanese Spider-Man show. Because the Japanese right. Spider-Man show yeah. had a giant robot. Um, I forget. What, I forget what it was called. Um, but they had. He had like a giant robot. It was like a Jaguar Man, and then that got so popular with the toy brand that Super Sentai incorporated that into their show. And then now it's just part of the Power Rangers brand. So Power Rangers as an identity would not be as it is without Power Ranger, without Spider Man, which is really wild because he's. It's all. It all goes back to Spider Man. <laughs> it all comes back to. Spider-Man. <laughs> it all goes back to Spider Man. But like the crazy thing too is like with the with that the Power Rangers like the difference between the movie and the show is like the the show had the benefit of because they reused footage from Super Sentai. Yes. Uh, on the show, which when you watch when you watch it as an adult, you can tell. As a kid, it doesn't matter because you're no. just—it's the Power Rangers. They're kicking butt. The the Megazords come in, but it almost makes it cooler because you know they're using miniatures for the Megazords, yeah. and they're like puppets similar to you know the uh, Ninja Turtles. And we get all these amazing, beautiful choreographed scenes from the Super Sentai show um, incorporated into Power Rangers. But then when you get the movie, they have to do it all themselves. Yes, and it makes it a little bit trickier. Thankfully, they're able to pull it off. It just a couple extra backflips thrown in. <laughs> a lot of backflips in this movie. So many backflips in this movie. But like, um, props to the stunt team on that one. Honestly, like they did a great job. Um, yeah, the stunt team works hard. Like I watched uh, mm-hmm. Shout Factory has a great uh, 
little documentary about the making of the movie that's really wild that I watched. The stunt, it, like, the, it's the same stunt crew from the show working on the movie. A lot of the crew from the movie worked on the show, at least in terms of the writing and stuff like that. Like, the director, uh, Brian Spicer, he, like, more did stuff like CSI and TV shows like that, but he was a TV guy. But, like, the rest of the crew, like, the stunt crew, they're all from the show. And right. they were telling me, and I was like listening in. It's like they were shooting the movie and season three of Power Rangers back to back because the movie went over schedule. Mm. <laughs> so they were working overtime with this movie. But I'll tell you, it's like it's it's all the more fun for it. It felt a lot. It feels a lot like when you're watching like a, like I don't want to say like a ballet, but it's kind of like when you're watching a stage show. And stuff like that. Yeah. You see them all perform like that. It's like 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 Waterworld at Universal. Exactly like Waterworld. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. like that. And just no Kevin Costner. Just no, just a lot less Kevin Costner. A lot less Kevin Costner. But you know what? Kevin Costner doesn't. Gotta get Waterworld. So it's show. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know this has been suggested. Listen. We definitely need to throw it in the roster at some point. Especially with the Arrow Listen. Blu-ray. <laughs> That was, I, I think that's the that. main drive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, li- listen, like, I have, uh, tangent, I have the 4K, I imported the 4K Arrow set for Robin Hood uh, Prince of Thieves. Uh, it's a big, like, set, and it's beautiful. The movie's just fine. It's an okay Kevin Costner movie, but uh, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful set from Arrow, as usual. Um this, I mean, it's one of those things, too, like, um, I, I had a fun time watching this. Like, Ivan Ooze is a great, is a great villain um, in mm-hmm. this. Oh, great. And his plot Belloc. makes me think of Belloc, Paul, for, yep, Paul, yep, mm-hmm. Uh, steals every scene me, he's in. Steals every scene. But also, his plot made me think of Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. You said that on Letterboxd, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god. He is the Silver Shamrock mask guy. Um, among among the many... <laughs> oh boy, he's frozen again. <laughs> among among the many things that, that uh, we were referencing <laughs> in the viewing of this movie, like Zordon's anti-union... And Ivan Ooze is just Dan Schneider... <laughs> The ooze is back. <laughs> no, see, but that's that's why Zordon has the robot guy uh, who goes ay, ay, Alpha, ay. Alpha, right? <laughs> Listen, that's why he guys has that because he could have hired an assistant. No, he has a robot do it. He's got a robot, and it's one oh, of those no. oh no, oh I... no, I just realized something. What? what I I in I I I is just A I. Oh no! I blame Zordon for for the writers. <laughs> Zordon, I I've just opened the floodgates. <laughs> Zordon's the head of Netflix. And, I was uh, listen, Amazon like, Prime. The scene where the, they tried to save Zordon in the nick of time, and there's a moment you think all is lost briefly, and I'm like, the movie could have ended there, and it would have been. Four stars, baby. Boom. No. <laughs> see, I missed that because you see, I missed that because funny thing that happened when we were watching this movie. We oh were yeah. To get. Oh my I god. I have to bring this up. 
<laughs> so, like our internet connection cutting off nonstop while we're doing this oh, video no. call, while we were watching this movie, my the fire alarm in my apartment complex went off and we all had to leave. Now, I've seen this movie more times than I've seen The Sun, so it's like, I don't need to worry. <laughs> so it's like, I didn't need to worry about like spoilers or missing out on anything. But it's like, I was outside and I was like, I could be watching the movie right now, but I'm not here because someone left the oven on too hot. And there were like fire trucks pull. It was funny. Fire trucks would pull in and pull out just as quickly. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> I tried. I tried to help. I tried to have the movie play on my end. It's not the same thing. It's not but the same. It's not the same. But I tried. I was like, as long as if Mikey is, he's just looking at our screen. I can just put the movie on my screen. I, I'm, I'm there. I was there in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> we saw you, Mikey. Yes, yes, I do. I see you. But yeah, like we, we were meditating, yeah, that like was... the turtles. <laughs> I am here, watching this movie with you. You see, that's something. I, I am not outside. See, this was something uh, I brought up when we were watching the movie, like, kind of tying it into our last movie. This movie also has, like, a big theme of just, like, kids versus parents, like, whole storyline to it. Yeah. Only this uh, time it's uh, the parents uh, being influenced, not the, in trouble. Not, the, not the kids. Right. Yeah. Leap to our to doom. Our doom. <laughs> Leap to our doom. <laughs> This is a very anti-industrialist movie. Like, I mean, think Ivan Ooze is just brainwashing parents to just do shitty manual labor and then jump off a cliff so he doesn't have to pay them. <laughs> I mean, hell, he just stopped one of them from working so he could uh, amuse him with his dance moves. Wait, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. Do the swim. Dude. <laughs> Belly! Alright. Can you guys hold on one second? Um I'll call you uh keep the recording going, but I'll call I'll I'll be right back. Sure. Hello? We're just not gonna Hi. talk for a good five minutes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Oh uh yeah, so Zordon. That'd be this is why Zordon should read the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> uh Zordon, Zordon needs to read the Communist Manifesto. He needs to take some. Needs to take some Marxism into his. No, that's Mar not the Marxism. Marxism, thank you. <laughs> Marxism into his into his vocabulary. Zordon, no, see, I'm just thinking of that that line from Watchmen. Zordon, that just sounds like another word. <laughs> Was it for communist or something? No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not at all. Oh my god. I'm disappointed, Zordon. Very disappointed. <laughs> the world needs... No, jo Joey Joey's just looking at Zordon. The world needs to know the truth. <laughs> you, you were there from the start. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Do it. <laughs> and, then, and then Rick... Do <laughs> Richard is night owl. No! No! <laughs> Just Zordon obliterates Joey. 
<laughs> then I have to go and beat up Alpha. <laughs> it's just like I'm just. That's the real practical joke. I, I, I start spouting King Kong facts. This is what you don't understand. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Good joke. Everybody oh. laugh. Roll on snare drum. Curtains. And I'm thinking about the thing of the music as uh, Eddie Blake's face <laughs> phases through the camera. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Jeez Louise. It's, uh, no, actually, what, uh, when, 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 uh, we did the call the other day, I was, Eddie Blake was like, it was about that time, I suppose. When we, uh, when we had to it's watch the tower, I suppose. <laughs> Your episode kept starting. Richard and I were not ready. Yeah. And it kept starting. It's like I was like, I, wait a second. I was like, I think I think Joey is secretly really excited to watch this. I think Joey actually watched this ahead of time. And, He's just and was really... just like pretending this whole time, like, this oh, is... this is this thing I've never seen actually, before, guys. I have like forty pages of notes. Okay, about all the uh, labor <laughs> things, that, labor laws that Zordon violates. Um, so, uh, so your 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 childish devotion to this ancient religion, uh, it's a bunch of hooey. I'm sorry, uh, I do not want to be the one to say this. I'm... Anyway, bunch of hooey. Oh man, but. As thing... Joey Joey says this as Wikey's wearing the the Blue Ranger shirt. Like, you mean this doesn't mean anything? <laughs> what are you saying? Wikey, Wikey, I I'm, gotta get this laser off. I'm not much better, Wikey. I got a Mickey Mouse shirt on. All right, so I I have no <laughs> I have no position to fucking stand on here. All right. Twitter is not I... complaining about Power Ranger adults right now. They're complaining about Disney <laughs> about adults. Disney adults. Dis- Listen, oh Wikey, no. The best th- the- this is how pathetic the Disney fandom is. We were excited about one Bob replacing another Bob. This is this is <laughs> a state of things. And we have Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis isn't having a pissing contest with Power Rangers. <laughs> Could you imagine? Ron DeSantis trying to go to war with We Power need to stop Rangers. having we need to stop having these colorful characters. They're confusing kids. Kids don't need Power Rangers. They're so colorful. It's like it's like the rainbow. Of course, it's offensive. <laughs> no, imagining oh, Trump. Man. It was a bad move to go against Power Rangers. Ronnie, Ronnie's such an idiot for going after the Power Rangers. Zordon's my best friend, by the way. We sure co- we have coffee sometimes. Even even Elon Musk is like, you know, Ron. I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> that Power Rangers no, is a little no. bit strong. See, see, Elon Musk <laughs> when he went against AI was when was when he saw the um, Alpha and he goes, "This is this is dangerous. This is dangerous stuff, Zordon. This is this is this is bad." Elon, we need. What was the AI. line said about teen? What was the line said about the teenagers in the pilot? Overbearing and over emotional. Yes, that <laughs> that was. Fu- I died. I died at that. That was great. <laughs> Um, oh god! Uh, but you know, I was lo- lo- you know thinking back because obviously, like the ca- cast was—if I'm not mistaken, 
the cast was obviously a little different. Like, the, the group of Rangers was a little di- was somewhat different from what I saw in Day of the yeah. Dexter. Did you want to yes. talk about that? Yes. Yes. So, um, the Power Rangers started out with, like, if we're talking about the characters, the original five, we have Jason the Red Ranger, Billy the Blue Ranger, Trini the Yellow Ranger, Zack the Black Ranger, and Kimberly the Pink Ranger. Those were our original the, five. And, and the, then we the, brought the, in... the coloring was always an interesting thing as well. Yes, yes because <laughs> Zack is African-American, and he's in the black suit. Trini is Asian, she's in the yellow suit. Now, that's not the reason why the actors left. The actors actually left because... Saban was non-union, and they were not unionized, so they... So it's really wanted... Saban, Zordon, Saban... Wait a minute. Holy shit. Hold on. Saban, Zordon. Zordon, it sounds similar. Yeah. Wait a minute. So, so uh, the actors who played Jason Trini and Zach, they left the show, like, I think a good quarter of the way through season two. Oh, and uh, Tommy was also introduced as the as the Green Ranger, but in the movie, mm. he's white. <laughs> he's white. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He was green. Now he's white. He's, he's white? He's white. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, so we introduce our new characters. Uh, Red is replaced by Rocky. Black is replaced by Adam, and yellow is replaced by Aisha. And, and like, it's still pretty diverse. I mean, Aisha is a black woman, and, uh, and I think Zach is, um, is Asian as well. No, Adam is Asian. And <laughs> I almost said Zach. <laughs> Zach is Asian in the movie. <laughs> yes, he the is. The 2017 movie. Yes, he is. But um, it's like, but it's like, that was always, like, an interesting thing, but... The, funny enough, the original cast was signed on for this movie when they signed on for the show. Like, I think they were anticipating this thing was going to blow up. They probably weren't expecting it to be, like, a big 20th Century Fox budgeted, like, movie. They probably thought it would be a TV movie, but now... With a trailer featuring the Predators theme. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know you made it big when you got that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... But they had this cast... This cast of Rangers lasted for a long time, actually. Yeah. So, because they stayed on... I know I, the actress who played Aisha, she left during Zio and was replaced by Tanya. Um, but Rocky stayed on. He became the Blue Ranger, and Tommy became the Red Ranger. Billy, unfortunately, got demoted into being just the helpful hand at the command center because David Yost, the actor who plays Billy, he's... He's gay and sadly was facing a lot of, a lot of homophobia yeah. on set. Like I, I can't speak for if that happened on the movie, but I wouldn't be surprised. But it came to a head during Zio, and he walked off set one day. And don't blame honestly, him. yeah, I don't blame him either. Like because no, like right. he's gone and he's gone on record to talk about the things that was going on, and it's not not okay, not okay but at all. What is what is great too is about that is like he's able he was able later in his life to reconnect with some of his old castmates. Yeah. And um when they did the special Billy's effectively like the central ranger we're focusing on. He's essentially the star. Yeah, he's the star of it and he kills cool. it. He's so good. Yeah. So it's like this show and like Power Rangers as general as a brand has always been like a weird rotating thing from the cast like now it's just like they have a new cast every time they're kind of going back to having like reoccurring characters in the team because the team from dino charge is moving on no yeah dino no 
Dino Fury. There's too many Dino seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Feehan would probably everything. say there's not enough Dino seasons, but no, there's too many Dino seasons. <laughs> he, 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 you can exempt him from that because that's that's the one per- like. Is there enough dinosaurs in this? He's the one. It's there's a notes even in a Jurassic. Well, actually, some Jurassic Park movies don't have enough dinosaurs, so never mind about that. Um, mm. uh, looking at you, Dominion. We talked about um, this. Dumb onion. <laughs> dumb onion. <laughs> but it's like the, it's the same cast from uh, Dino Fury moving on to Cosmic Fury, and but. But it's been a rotating cast the entire time. But, like, this main core cast from the movie has been in Power Rangers for a while. They were the team I grew up on. Like, Tommy was my was the White Ranger to me first. He was not the, he was not the Green Ranger for me when I grew mm-hmm. up. Because, again, the VHS tape I watched was Rocky just wants to have fun. And Tommy, by that point, is already a White Ranger. But it's like... So, yeah, the cast was interesting. Like, the only other people that, like... No one's ever been recast. Like, interesting enough, like, if yeah. you're cast as a character, they never recast you. They never, like, like replace them with someone else. Which, honestly, it's kind of cool because that adds to the whole, like, continuing narrative of this show. And, like, a lot of these actors have mm. come back. Like, Rocky from the movie is in the special as well. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh... Um, and even, like, some of the actors, because unfortunately, like, uh, a few of the actors in the original core passed away. Um... And yes. they never bothered to like recast them. I'm like, like, yeah, in the movie, uh, they'll because it's a whole separate thing. They'll have those characters played by somebody else, but that's about it. Like in yeah. the show, the whole universe of the show, like you know, they just never were like this character was all they ever played by this actor, and that's it. Yeah, and it really makes it really special because it's like I remember. Uh, again, kind of going back to that special feature, uh, Jason David Frank was talking about when they had the premiere of the movie at the at the uh, Man Chinese uh, Theater in Hollywood, and uh, Michael Madsen's kid came up to um, Jason David yeah, Frank heard for an autograph, and he was like, first he was like going into his typical spiel of like, oh hey there, and then Michael Madsen walks up like, sign my kid's thing, <laughs> and it's just like. I could just imagine how scary it is for, like, Mr. Blonde walking up to you. <laughs> and this was a year after Reservoir Dogs came out, so it's like... Sign it, please. Just sign my kid's thing. Sign it, please. I, I imagine it'd be like if Joe Pesci went up to, like, Blue from Blue's Clues. Sign my kid's thing. Hey, why don't you just sign my kid's thing? Come on. Sign the fucking paper and let's move on. Funny how? Funny like I'm a clown? I amuse you? I make you laugh. <laughs> Just Steve pops up. Whoa, whoa! What's the problem here? Hey, Stripey boy, what the fuck's going on here? I want my kids' uh, thing to be no, signed. No, that's what happened. To, like, what happened to Steve? We did all we could for the man. <laughs> it was Joe Pesci this whole time. Oh my god! You got to say to Steve, it's what it is. It's what. Hey, Steve, it's what it is. All right. <laughs> Steve couldn't handle Joe Pesci, but Collie Culkin apparently could. But <laughs> now I'm just imagining uh, Steve from Blues Clues associated with Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> oh no. my god! Well, I mean, no. people did think Steve was dead for a while, so maybe. <laughs> no, okay. Right now we need, we need Jimmy Hoffa to appear on Power Rangers. Solidarity. 
Solidarity! <laughs> Solidarity! Just calls up Zordon. I heard you paint houses. <laughs> he just, he just, he just looked. But the thing is, like, it's Jimmy Hoffa, but he, but Al Pacino looks just like how he did in in Dick Tracy. <laughs> so he's just got the hat, and he's just walking around. You see, he would fit perfectly right into this universe. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. The other thing I, I feel like I need to bring up when it comes to the Power Rangers movie is that this movie, even though we were talking about how it has a consistent canon. This is not canon at all because in the oh, show they get their ninja yeah. powers in a completely different way. So they don't even get, we don't even get Dulcia on the show. Nope, we get a robot. I want. Where's my Dulcia? <laughs> so if I need to shout talk out to about, Dulcia, ta- shout out to Dulcia. So if I'm going to talk about the movie, I I might as well bring up like the show that like the arc is based off of. So the plot of the movie is that Ivan Ooze destroys the command center and destroys uh, Zordon's tube and pretty much just cuts the Rangers' powers off completely. So now they got to go to this planet called uh, Thados and go get the, the powers of the Ninjetti, like the, the animal spirits, to be able to regain their powers and become the Power Rangers again. It's essentially to sell brand new toys. Because they yeah, already had, yeah. because they already had the dinosaurs. They were on the Thunderzords by this point. But um, oh, I had, I remember, I had the dragon, the Thunderzord. Oh, toy. the the red the red dragon. Oh, super it's cool. So cool. Yeah. But now the real reason they do this in Power Rangers the show is because they run out of footage, so they have yeah. to use so they have to use new robots or Zords in this case. They have to use new Zords every season. They and the. The, for a while, they were just putting just the Mighty Morphin costumes in, like, completely different Sentai season, like, yeah. like, fight scenes. Until they, like, physically, feasibly couldn't do that anymore, so they switched to Zeo. But I, I'm getting sidetracked. Now, anyway, the movie, with the whole them getting their ninja powers, in the show, there's no Ivanus, there's no Dosia. We get the Tangu uh, Warriors. You get the Tangu Warriors. The, the, the Tangu Cotton Warriors. Weary of this. this <laughs> the, the, the Cotton Weary of this film. Uh, <laughs> which you'll get the reference to that uh, in in October. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's like... Like, that there are a few things intense. that, like, bleed in. But, but for the most part, like, outside of the Zords and outside of the Ninja Powers, nothing about it is canon to the show. And it's kind of lame... Because, mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, because, I mean, in the show, I get why they do it, you know, because they have to incorporate Sentai footage. Like, uh, in the show, Dulcia, instead, we have Ninjor, who is, like, a very, like, talkative robot blue ninja man, who talks like this, Rangers! <laughs> <laughs> just... You know, you know what, what threw me off when I was, when I was younger, and I, because I, because I watched the movie so much... And at the end of the movie, we get the Megazord sequence, which is very 90s CGI heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, what was so wild to me is that, like, you know, later on when I learned that there was this whole series of episodes that were basically the movie, and they get the new Megazord, and it's basically the same one, it was so strange to see, like, the show's version of it, and then the movie's version of it, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's funny because the movie Zord, the movie Megazord, does not look that much like the Megazord from the actual show, the Ninja no. Megazord. Like, 
It's a lot even, bulkier. Like there's a like because is it's not a gorilla, right? That's like the red one, or is no, it? No, it is an ape. It is it's an, an ape. ape. Okay, because like it looked, it looks like the, like a human robot or something. I don't know. <laughs> and that could just be just because it's like supposed it's a guy in a suit, obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say that is an element that is missing from this movie. I mean, I get why they do the CGI. It's probably like the studio mindset of just like, oh, well, Jurassic Park came out. We have to do CGI now. We have to do this big thing. It's just wild to me because the Zords will be CGI and the uh, the machines that uh, Ivan Ooze creates, uh, I forget what they're called. Uh, oh, the... Ectomorphicon machines. The ectomorphicon machines. The ectomorphicon like, machines. They're CGI. My lovely little ectomorphicon machines. I feel big again. <laughs> <laughs> like that will all be that. Like those guys will all be CG, but the city is a miniaturized set. So I was like, so you couldn't do guys in suits. But just like a little bit more higher budget, just like just a slower frame rate or something like. I... Okay, guys. Okay. okay. I see. It's like we we see you, but maybe not in the way you want us to see you. Yeah, I mean, because you watch it like when you're a kid, you don't care because it's on yeah, shitty VHS tape quality. But it's like when you watch this on Blu-ray, you can see when the chroma key cuts <laughs> off, and you're just like. Oof! It's like specifically the shot when they get their powers back and they get the ranger suits, you can see the cutoff in the chroma key. And every time I watch it with my buddy Chris, we're just we both look at each other like, oof! Like <laughs> this movie cost thirty million dollars. <laughs> I mean, like again, we don't care because it's Power Rangers. It's, it's like, Power Rangers. It's like that's kind of not know, the point. It's like, um, I think about, I was thinking about this, I, I almost associate Power Rangers in a sense with like 50s B-movies, in the sense that a lot of those mm. B-movies, yes. the, their audience knew what to expect. They knew what they were getting as far as the the qual, the qual, the perceived quality of certain things wasn't going to be like 2001 A Space Odyssey, or like some of these yes. other things. It was going to be, you know, some, some guy in a, in a rubber suit. And it wasn't going to look perfect, but they're like, you know what? I like, I know what it is. I get enjoyment out of it. Um, you know what? You know what you're getting yourself into. Exactly. Yeah. Though you almost kind of wish they went with that guy in the suit <laughs> kind right. of thing. But right. for what yeah. it is, you know, you're again, you're still as a kid. You're just like, it's a Megazord. Yeah, you don't... They're coming together. You get the music. It's well, so, and it's such a kick-ass theme. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But the um, but both of these movies are a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun movies uh, with their brands. I mean, especially it feels like with Turtles. That was definitely like the height of Turtle Mania in a lot. In, you know, yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, and you know, I was looking at the Mighty Morphin. I was looking at the um, the box office because I am always interested in that aspect of yes. it. Yes. 15 according to wikipedia it says 15 million dollars i'm not sure but it made 66 million worldwide so pretty solid it's pretty solid return on investment um and i'm sure yes. that e it, the vhs sales were extremely good 
uh, for this thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I still have it. I have my copy signed by Adam himself with his line, "I'm a frog." A frog. Yes, a frog. Yes, a frog. Like the, <laughs> like the one you kiss. Get him handsome. Get him handsome prince. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about this. Dulcia, the actress who plays her in the movie, they had a they had a different actress when they first mm-hmm. filmed it. Mariska Hargitay from uh, yeah. SVU. But wow. then I, I think it was it's, like it's weird. It's so weird to think about because like I just know her from Law and Order because my parents watch it all the time. Um, and then like mm. to see still images of her in the Dulcia outfit that they because they filmed shit with her. Um, yes. I think she even she I think she even went on Seth Meyers and talked about like they're like were you in Power Rangers? She's like yeah, and I flew to Australia and I filmed stuff and then they just never called me back. <laughs> like now we're gonna recast you with someone else. I mean, we're gonna re- just like, recast you with just Richard's Awakening. <laughs> I mean, you know, Marisha Hargitay is also wonderful and I love her as well. But I mean. I didn't see her as Dulcia. I saw Dulcia as Dulcia. <laughs> exactly. Sticks. Did these sticks have a whistling sound? It was more like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> Alright, you want us to take another whack at it? <laughs> here's, oh my God. here's here's a question I have I have for I have for you, Joey. So when we did our anniversary episode and uh, we were talking about Pee-wee. You had mentioned, obviously, that you feel like you learned a lot more about me. <laughs> like you figured me out a little bit. Now you've 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 taken a, a a dive into not just my childhood, but Waikiki's childhood as well with with Power Rangers specifically. Um, but did what, did you have any kind of interesting takeaways? Did you learn anything about us from watching was, either of these things? It made so much sense. Um, <laughs> it, just, it just made a lot colorful of distractions from, from yes yes i would say peewee feels a more like accurate representation of your brain richard like this is richard's brain this is richard's brain with peewee <laughs> good um, for you and your brain <laughs> <laughs> why is his brain like this oh i God. don't know um but it definitely makes sense it's it's just such a wild colorful ride of a thing um it you is. know and it's it's and it's like it's something i've known i've known you to me you are the power rangers guy i know you it, like, listen you are the power are, rangers guy Wiki. you are the power rangers dude in my life and uh you know because i know this is a franchise that means a lot to you and i'm glad i got to more formally step my toe into this world because now i get a gateway into you Yes. Just as you will into me when you eventually see Schlock. Oh, yes. Waikiki, I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> you don't have to apologize. I, I, I love like Joey, I'm... but it's not a great world to be in. <laughs> you see, I, I feel like I've just accepted it. This, but Joey, I see you. I've just accepted it at this point. Like I, <laughs> At this point, I'm buckled in. I'm like, I'm like in Mission Breakout right now, just screaming my head off. <laughs> On the ride. I'm just, I'm in it at this point. I'm not getting off this ride. <laughs> but yeah. I will say, like, 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 kind of doing a retrospective on myself. Every time I watch a Power Rangers movie, I'm like, this just, this, you know my tastes after you watch this. It's like, oh, this is why you like Spider-Man. This is why you like random weird yeah. shit. It's like, it's like, because all I was watching 
was just weird shit, <laughs> like with goofy voices and nonstop and nonstop just and there's one nothing liner wrong after one liner after one li- use you lose. <laughs> Oh my God. The one-liners the in this movie. <laughs> you ever play Kick the Can? <laughs> and then the Devo song playing. Be prepared <laughs> <laughs> to take a hit. <laughs> also, the soundtrack for Power Rangers is fantastic. Oh, I listen. I listen. Like I will drive to work, and I'll put on the Power the Power Rangers soundtrack, and the first song is the list. Is the like new or like orchestra? I forget what orchestra it was, but it's, it's like, like the, the new Power Rangers like, orchestra. Yeah, the like Power Rangers orchestra and the new like version, the more like big budget version of the theme song. And I'm just like jamming in the car, <laughs> and I'm sure there's like passerby's going either 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 going he's having a really good time, or they're like I, I, he's gonna get in an accident. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna crash his car. I hope he's okay later. I, I like. I always think the movie gets me jazzed. Like the minute after Bulk and Skull almost jump out of a plane without parachutes. I, I want my mommy. <laughs> you might want to slip those on. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> and the bass line from Higher Ground starts playing. The bomb. You, you get red. You get freaking red hot chili peppers in this movie. Get red Boy, hot chili on. peppers. You get free ride. Wait, another uh, mission ride. breakout connection. Free ride. To them just rollerblading. Which I just love how it's like our introduction to these characters. It's not like any kind of drama. It's just like, what kind of extreme sports can we have our characters do? We had them skydiving. Now what can we do? Let's make them rollerblade. That'll work. You know, what, you know what I'm thinking about right now? When I'm thinking about the roll, the rollerblading scene. Like one of the key things with Power Rangers is that they all wear the the color that their ranger is. Yeah. So like Tommy's wearing white, Kimberly's wearing pink, Billy's wearing blue, and it makes me think of like like a weird version of like the Clark Kent glasses. It's it like is kind of like that. <laughs> everyone's always like, "How can you not tell he's Superman? He's just wearing glasses." And it's like they're all wearing the Power Rangers colors. How do you not know it's the Power Rangers? Like they just don't. You see, you see, it's funny because in season two of Power Rangers, Bulk and Skull are trying to figure out the identity of the Power Rangers. Yes, and they been, they do it for an entire fucking season. And I'm just like, guys, they're right there. Look at the colors of their shirts. It's like, do you think? Nah. Well, they there is actually an episode where they find out and then they get brainwashed and forget <laughs> after they save the day. And when they figure out it's them, they're so disappointed. They go, them? Those dweebs <laughs> are the Power Rangers? Aww! It's, it's, it's kind of like, maybe, maybe people in Angel Grove are just more progressive. They're not judging people based on what they wear. <laughs> just, just the like, contents of their character. It's like it's it's not about it's not about the color. <laughs> it's not about the color of their shirt, but the contents of their character. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm thinking about like the dad joke. I don't care if you're black, white, polka dot. <laughs> oh like, god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter to me, I still love you. But also the ninja costumes are really rad in this movie. Oh yeah. Like I love the ninjetti outfits and stuff like that. Like I, I had a, uh, I think it was Tommy. Yeah, I think I had Tommy's ninj- ninjetti 
costume. Like I had, like again, I had a bunch of action figures for this movie. Oh, so yeah. sadly enough, the movie figures when the '90s came out, like mm. it was so. When the '90s cheap. came out. <laughs> when the yes, <laughs> when the, when the, the 90s came released. out, yeah. yeah, when that decade was released into our laps, I finally got the nineties on a nice box set from Shout Factory. <laughs> you, know, you know, for weeks I was stuck in the eighties because I didn't pre-order the nineties. <laughs> I think that's just the world in general. I think that's just the problem we have. We're just—it's only now that we're actually like putting our foot in the nineties for once. You see, they finally have a disc release of the 90s where it's like the 2000s eras. They're all going straight to streaming, and now they're getting taken off. <laughs> We're never going to see those 2000s ever again. Nope. But it's like, no, anyway. Watch it while you can. <laughs> yeah. But what I was trying to say was, when this movie came out in the 90s, yeah, the yeah. figures were really cheap. They didn't make them look armored. It's just the metallic. old figures, but metallic. Which yeah. is funny because they do get metallic costumes in the show, where it's just their their costumes but glittered up. That was when they did actually start using American footage. But I was, but then I was like, the most accurate Power Ranger movie toys I have are the McDonald's toys. <laughs> the McDonald's toys wow. were banging. Those yeah. were awesome. <laughs> McDonald's Those... had great toys at one point. Yes, dude. I think about <laughs> yes. when they had they had the tie-ins with Disney and they had the Animal Kingdom toys in the 90s oh yeah that's right i, my, I remember that i have i have my iguanodon from that uh on my shelf it's one of my one of my favorite like i remember the triceratops and it was like it was like a spring i think inside it and it, whenever you pounded it, it was like brong you know it was oh nice. that's cool and they had they had the perfect so, dragon because animal kingdom was supposed to have um beastly kingdom fantasy area but that never happened but they still made the toy anyway sorry i didn't want to get side <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just immediately thought of the uh, the Inspector Gadget uh, oh, I had story that. where uh, you actually had to buy his body parts. Yeah, mm. Bill Matthew Broderick. <laughs> <laughs> they bought it. <laughs> <laughs> they bought it five times with five different Happy Meals. <laughs> you know, hey, if you don't buy those Happy Meals every once in a while, you're going to miss it. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> also this movie was probably speaking of ferris bueller like that with an end credit scene this movie also probably had my first exposure to an end credit scene the power rangers oh. movie yeah because it's because it has uh goldar and i forget the pig creature's name the pig chris, dude the pig dude chris is probably He's gonna be texting me right now, listening to this, to going like, "You should know this by now." It's his. This is his name, and he's only in the movie, by the way. He's not in the show. Um, they're just sitting there, and he's like, "I am King Goldar, the ruler of the universe." And then Rita and Lord Zed come in and just, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> We're then, in trouble. Uh, Stop it's coming and it's first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, again, soundtrack is fantastic. Um, yes. These two movies, uh, it was a lot of fun to dive into these ones again. Um, yeah. Waiki, good sir, you beautiful, you beautiful human being, you. Thank you once again for being on this show. Thank you guys for having um, me, honestly. I I was you, very excited for this. You Since and Allison are now tied. 
We're tied. <laughs> You're tied. So, <laughs> so Allison and I got to do a show together now. So that means we got to do it. Oh my god! You know what? Yes. <laughs> I don't Allison know what and Mikey team up. I don't know what the hell it will be. I don't know. It'd probably be like something with La La Land or some shit. But it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, rah, rah, land. Ooh, rah, rah, land. <laughs> um, listen to the Avatar episode, please. Uh, it's yeah. so fun. And, and our way but of yeah, I, I, um... this I'm always excited to be on the show, but I was especially excited. This one, I think I've been waiting for this one since we talked about it, which I think has been since this show has been going on. So... <laughs> So I think it's been a long time coming. Uh, and we this always episode we always, in particular. I feel like we've even had times, Joey and I, where we would talk about episodes just so we can like find excuses to get you on an episode. Even yes. you know, yeah. like like anything that we can figure out a way to get Waiky on the show, we're doing it. Um, now, oh, we didn't even bring this up when it comes to these two movies. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers have crossed over. They have. Before. Yes. In Power Rangers in Space, uh, during that period, Saban owned the licensing rights to uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It made this terrible live action show called (laughs) The Next Mutation. They had like a a fifth female turtle, which I think they made her canon. I forget what her name was. It was like Venus or something like that. But it was like she had like another blue bandana. But they crossed over with the Power Rangers. They just show up in the second episode of Power of Power Rangers in Space and you're just like huh wild. Um, <laughs> Cuz I remember I remember the show had the animated show had Mona Lisa. Uh this is a yes. Um that that's what I was thinking about. Um but yeah, so Glad we could talk about these two uh, cherished, beloved movies. Folks, what is your cherished, beloved, like, childhood franchise? Did you like he- Were you He-Man? Were you Transformers? Or were you, like, Power Rangers or TMNT? You know, there's all sorts or of... Were you, or were you, like, one of those kids that said, Why didn't they have a schlock animated series? Where's the schlock animated series? I don't know why I turned into like Larry David or, or Bernie Sanders. The one percent is not giving you the schlock animated series that you need. Schlock is a better employer than Zordon. Are <laughs> well, you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> and schlock isn't perfect either. But anyway, uh, f- f- let us know. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're going to put all of Wikey's links in the description. Uh, you know, yes, follow him on all everything. Yes, for sure. Uh, you know, swell guy. Um, and I'm uh, glad, again, glad Waikie and Allison are like the neck and neck. Uh, They're right there. They, <laughs> They're right there. You know, neck There and neck, can yes. be only one. Oh, God. <laughs> now the episode of Waikie and Allison is a battle royale. <laughs> so we got to watch Highlander. <laughs> watch Highlander. <laughs> Highlander special presentation, Allison. <laughs> It's like it's like. Did you grow up on Highlander? Not at all. I'm just doing this as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's our brand. In very, some respects, very much, too. Very much like the rest of this podcast. This whole thing is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! What? You'd be really funny if we ran a show for over 120 episodes. <laughs>
wouldn't that just be something? Invite the it's, same guy four times. And the strangest thing is, it's still a knee slapper. <laughs> After all this time, it's one of those jokes that's just not ever not funny. <laughs> Whoa! Where's my autograph book? <laughs> all right, folks, folks, broadzillas of the world, uh, you overbearing, over-emotional <laughs> teens. That's got to wrap it up for this week's episode of Two Dudes, One Double Feature. Check us out next week. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you all for listening to Two Dudes, One Double Feature. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Special shout-out, as always, to John and Kenny Armstrong. Thank you guys for everything you do. We love you both so much. And, of course, stay tuned for a brand-new episode of Two Dudes, One Double Feature.